Hello, everybody, and welcome to Homeward Bound. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Yep. All good. Good. Very good. You all missed a good pre-show if you're watching this VOD. Um, so let's just roll was into game. Good, was it good? It was... If I could mean listening to Neil stick on his Cinnabon. I think it was 7.9 <laughs> out of 10. Yeah, the audio wasn't even that sticky. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you guys. Um, where did we leave off in Hobo? Slaying demons. Yes. What else were you doing? Uh, running for all lives. That too. Mm. Yeah. Boating. Boating. It's, yeah. There's a holiday Boat. weekend here, so uh, <laughs> riding on boats. We very uh, good. Yeah, we we found an old ship, repaired it, and basically sailed north from Caledonia, following the stars, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm -hmm. right. There's no recaps. And there are no recaps on a new plane or a new landmass that we don't recognize. Mm-hmm. And hell. Neil, we're in hell. Yeah. Am mm -hmm. I right thinking that the one thing we did see was a volcano? You do seem to recall some bright lights that were uh, consistent no, with volcanic. A, are you telling activity? me that Grimes can't look out of the boat right now and see a volcano? Yeah, you look out of the boat right now and see a volcano. Totally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're on the boat. Erupting. You are on the boat. Let me just oh. give us some want... background. So uh, we're sitting back on the top of the boat and talking to Grimes. We're drinking some of the uh, alcohol that we took from, was it Conquest? Or we took some alcohol, no, from um, New Haven. What did, we, uh, what did we find? Just liquor of some sort, wasn't it? I do believe it was gin. Gin. It's so having a gin. Carlonian gin. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm looking at the volcano and I say to Grimes, the whole time on Caledonia, the volcanoes were the answer to it all, all along. Maybe it's no coincidence that this is the first thing we see over here. Maybe Balan wants us to go there. Hmm. The only other thing I can think of to do is, is to just sail around the coast and see what we find. I think heading in following that road into the mainland seems uh, like it could end very badly very quickly are, are there eels in the water Neil uh yes the eels are still splashing about you kicking up a little bit of foaming froth shrieking and hissing in your ears god it's horrible really get much worse than this well I mean, if we run into 50 of those demons that we fought yesterday, then yeah, it could get worse. Um, I'm going to do a little experiment here, Neil. I'm just going to stop breathing. Okay, you stop breathing. You hold your breath. Do I feel I need to breathe again after like a minute? Yes. Okay. Do we need to bust out the rule book to figure out how many minutes he can hold his breath? Or is it <laughs> non-mechanical? Uh, well, how long do you want to hold your breath? Well, just, if I feel like I'm lacking oxygen, then I'll start breathing again. I just want to check that we actually need to breathe. You do need to breathe. Okay. Because I was thinking, Grimes, why can't the dragons fly? Maybe if there's no atmosphere here, maybe they can't get any air resistance. I believe you mean the ether? 
I mean, I'm no physicist, but uh, <laughs> pretty sure it's the ether surrounds yeah. us all. It's the medium through which dragons fly. Well, I guess they still have ether here then, if we're breathing it. Hmm. I don't know if it's the same on other planes. Maybe it's a different elemental makeup. Why would that really stop a dragon, though? Zara is napping with the pups and the dogs in the back of the boat. Yeah. Some point ought to ask for her take on this. It's probably just starting to sink in that she's made a horrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kind of feel bad for bringing the dogs here, actually. And the uh, yeah, and the, and the puppies, dogs. And the dogs, whatever. But well, actually, kind of all of them. They'll all die eventually, I suppose. But at least they could have had like a year le- left, you know, chilling on Caldonia before the they flesh were already on. dead. Is this a conversation between Grimes and William yeah. that you're having? You know, William, we have to be in hell, forced to relive all of our greatest failures, all of our sins over and over again. Repopulate this new wasteland. I agree that we're in hell. With another uh, litter of pups to die. But if if hell's an actual place, maybe we're just here by accident. Maybe this isn't punishment. Maybe we're just got here by mistake. Just passing through. Yeah. Then uh, why have we been cursed to... uh, lead the uh, Caldonian expedition in Perpetuum. And I gesture to the uh, litter of sleeping pups. Yeah, I look at them and look back. What do you think? More or less useful than Hughes's lot? <laughs> About the same, probably. Um, yeah, it's kind of ironic. We spend the whole time in the first expedition killing Nulls. And now we're here protecting them. I think we're putting our little boat along the shore, right? Sure. There's probably cliffs. Trying to, trying to see if it's possible to get closer to the volcano. Yeah. Yeah. So you are, I believe you said you're going to head east. Oh, wait, sorry. Should we not just wait like West. seven days to full heal first? We do want to rest, but might as well put the boat around. Or are we just going to okay. park it off the shore in the same spot? I mean, might as well. I think we'll probably, row. maybe row. one of us is rowing, one of us is on the rudder dogs are sleeping so we just sort of pat around at a slow pace slow pace Uh, Nimrod and his wife girlfriend, fiance maybe kobolds don't have a concept of marriage Um, they're pretty free living uh, old puppies aren't they? they live the rock and roll lifestyle so Nimrod and his girl uh, are alert and awake and huddled together on the bow whispering to one another and pointing out things and then like you know point out that and then quickly dart back and like lower themselves for a moment when a blast of lava comes up and then they'll slowly pull themselves back over the boat with a childlike curiosity at the world around them. You continue to sail west around the edge until you come to a a nice little beach landing that is not covered in creepy, crawly, fleshy bit. This is where we're supposed to land. It's got (laughs) sand. 
is there a so this is so west was closer to the volcano uh yeah well you would kind of like come towards it you know and then to mm -hmm. get closer you either have to go overland or maybe try and find a water route and you just yeah last week you said you went west okay. so we're just going oh, west. It's, it's, it's not on the coast of the volcano it's like inland right it's inland so you're maybe, trying to find a way get the coast around closer somewhere but right or maybe you've like hit one small island and it's on another island beyond it you don't really know you can only see a hundred feet or so in the dark that's in the night point. Um, how many days has it been since we left till finding this beach? How would you know? Well, how much HP? Ah, oh, okay. Uh, it has been one person's sleep cycle, so one of you gains eight HP. I'll let you decide who. Right. So, does that mean one of us is about to go to sleep? I guess. Yeah. If you were gonna switch off between rowing. I don't think we should get out, Chris. Just yet. I think we should just park up here and see what happens. Watch it for a bit. Heal ourselves up. I know that we're curious and we want to make progress, but the one advantage we do have here is that the passage of time doesn't seem to be affecting us. Hmm. How comfortable is it to sleep on this boat surrounded by eels? More comfortable than sleeping on the ground, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, the boat is... It's a fishing boat, so it's usually, it looks like it was designed for day trips. Um, that said, without a whole bunch of fish in the hull, you can find places to sleep. Um, there's probably some boards over the ballast, so you're not sleeping on rocks. There's no roof to it, but there's also no weather or rain to speak of, so that seems fine. It's really just the hissing of the eels and the occasional splashing from them and the distant calls of those shrieking beings out, like, on the land. Um, yeah. But, you know, those sound effects aside, this is probably <laughs> a decent spot. Do we ever see... Sorry, Ryan, go ahead. Oh, you're, you're fine. Um, do we ever see any, like, anything in the water that suggests that there might be something bigger out there than these eels? William stares into the water, looking for answers, yeah. looking for something else. Give me a perception check, William. Okay. 19. No, you scour the ocean. You see the eels. Some of them are much bigger than others. Some of them are quite small. Um, but you never see anything else in there. We don't see anything big enough that if I feel like it could damage the ship. Some of these eels are pretty big, but they don't look like they are damaging the ship. You know, maybe yeah. if they, like, really tried or wrapped themselves around and constricted like a snake, but maybe they can't function like that. Um, yeah. But there are definitely some, like, 50-pound deals in there. I mean, we know, Grimes, that there's demons on the mainland. I think we're, we're safer off here. Although, admittedly, without that flesh stuff spying on us... Are you saying those eels aren't demons? When have you yeah. ever seen a 50-pound eel? No, That's, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we traded off watches, though. Okay. Grimes will get some sleep. Yeah. So um, a couple... I going to park it in this cove. Was that what you were saying? Well, I think maybe like, yeah, 30 feet away from the... Is there a bottom? Like, can we do we drop anchor? Uh, I suppose you would have an anchor with you. You can get close enough to try and drop anchor somewhere. How far would yeah. you like to be from shore? Like 30 feet. 30 feet? Yeah, totally. You paddle on in close, drop the anchor. It goes down maybe, I don't know, 10, 12 feet. Not too far. You know, okay. far enough that you can't touch at this point, but not yeah, unreasonable. Maybe. Make sure nothing crawls up that. 
Yeah. Okay, well, let's just take watches for a few sleeps. Yeah, you guys spend a while in the boat. The dogs get restless. Um, The kobolds get restless. And I think you grow an appreciation for the fact that no one has to eat or drink because there's no dog shit that piles up in the boat over time and you guys don't have to hang your asses off the edge. That's good. Open those heels. Yeah. Um, During the downtime, you know the harpoon, Neil? Mm-hmm. I want to study it carefully. And if it was 5A, I'd be trying to attune myself to it. But what I'm looking for is, like, maybe if there's, like, uh, any letterings carved on it anywhere that could be, like, um, a command word or any hints to what it might do, short of having an identified spell to cast. <clears throat> no command words. No hints. No special feelings if I think really hard. I'm sure you get some special feelings. I don't know how you would differentiate what you want from what you are getting mystical vibrations of, you know? Yeah, sure, that, that makes sense. Um, are you looking at the rune sword? Is that- no, the harpoon. Oh. But the rune sword as well, I guess. I suppose it could do something else. Okay, I don't know. Like, I just thought maybe that would work, but... Yeah, nice try. Nice try. Okay. Um, days pass in the boat. The knoll at some point does wake up with the kids and um, talk, speaks to Grimes a little bit, mm-hmm. asking you, where, where do you think we really are? I know we've discussed back and forth the nature of this place. But is this the afterlife? Is this paradise? Far away? Are we on the moon? Would you call this paradise? Cursed by Velthara to fight for vengeance eternally? I have failed my people. I understand why I would be punished. And I think maybe we failed ours. She looks to the pups. These ones, though... They've done nothing wrong. Perhaps they are our punishment. That is an interesting thought to her and keeps her quiet for a long time. Penance. Penance. Yeah, um, you find her... Well, you will find her in prayer for most of the remainder of your time on this boat. Mm -hmm. nursing, Nursing pups, praying. Nursing pups, praying. She pray to her dagger... She does mount the dagger, like stick it in the boat and use it as a, a holy symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll put her whatever amulet that she has over it as well. So there's kind of like, you know, the two hanging on each other. Um, yeah. So maybe one day she'll get an answer back. I assume she'll tell us if she does. Hopefully. Some time passes and you guys are all full up again. All right. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Sure. Yeah, uh, I feel I feel well, Grimes. Should we make make for the shore and see what we can find? Yeah, we've been undisturbed in this cove the whole time. Yeah, it's like no one knows that you're here, or if they do, they don't care. Hmm. Grimes asks Zara if she feels comfortable leaving the uh, leaving the pups with Nimrod and the dogs here, and coming with us. Otherwise, I suppose she can stay here. Zara, I think we've rested long enough. Um, if we make landfall, what should we do with the pups and the dogs? 
and kobolds. Bring them. If this is hell, and these are our penance, then we must protect them. Even if it means suffering or dying. In the last life, Captain William had a great many wards to look after, men at his command. All of them have died. <laughs> Maybe I'll just leave it hanging there. I, I pull the anchor back onto the ship. And one of us starts paddling into shore. What did she say, Grimes? She wants to come with us? She, resp- she wants to bring the pups with us. She thinks that uh, if they're ours to look after, they should be with us. All right. Do you guys... I will uh, actually venture to ask, uh, do you think we should have left them back on Caledonia? She shakes her head. No, if they, they must be with us. If they if we were to leave them behind, it would be better to put them down. Did the Knolls call it Caledonia, or was there a Knollish word for it? Uh, there is probably a Knollish word, but you're translating through magic, you know, so uh, you always feel like you're speaking your own language. Yeah. All right. So we uh, pull the boat up into the shallows. Um, mm-hmm. When you pull your anchor up, there are things on it. Fleshy, like flat but long things that sort of like wrap around the links here and there. I think I draw one of, I, I draw my phase blade and just like you can them, cut them off as they as I pull the anchor on. As you slay them, they poof into small little bits that float down gently into the water. These are wrapped around the chain? Or something no, these else? are something else. Something that lurks floats. below the water. Maybe on mm-hmm. the ocean floor. They look like big, wide leeches, almost. Uh, nasty. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know when we stabbed the eye that was in the flesh ground, did that turn to, like, fly things as well, or did that just sort of die? Would have been a great question to ask right when it happened. Okay. I can't remember looking back. It's a good question, Can we though. pull the boat all the way up onto the sand? Yeah, between the two of you, how, easy. Is that how boats are meant to... I mean, eventually, uh, we'll need to jump out into shallow water, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if you can surf it all the way in, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Um, neither of you have a boating check. Oh, yeah, wow. We so... were just rolling on William's natural 20 last time. <laughs> yeah. All right, William, give me a dex check to maneuver your boat into the... to surf the boat in. Is, uh, it, well, is William not, Sorry, is Grimes not driving? Yeah. Grimes, give me a dex check to surf the boat in. Yeah, I don't have any boating, but I can swim and I can use rope. I feel like I might have some familiarity with... No. Nope. Oh, God. Your boat uh, starts to go in, but then the tail begins to drift, and the wave comes, and the whole There's thing waves. gets like... No, well, no, no I guess it's not a wave. No, you're right. You can't surf it in then. I guess, actually, if you if there's no waves... You can just pull it right up to the is, the sand and hop the out the front. Still? Yeah, maybe I still I find a way to botch it. There's there may be like some very slight um, undulations. It's not glassy still. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, but actually, if there's no waves, plane, then the waves are created by eels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can just row it all the way up until the, the bow hits sand and then hop off and drag it in. We don't actually need to make a check. It'll be fine. Okay. If I, I jump into the shallow water, are we attacked by eels? Do you or jump into the shallow water? It sounds like we have to, right? I, I was mean, saying like, that you can jump off the bow and hit sand from there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay great. Let's, Let's do, do that. that. Alright. You make it onto this boat. sandy beach by the light of your weapons. Uh, you can see that it is tawny sand below you. Like, by weapons, you mean the flaming sword? Flaming sword, your phase blades. Those are your, your light sources. Yeah, you, you specifically said my phase blades didn't illuminate light. I feel like yeah. I've actually told you both ways. There was the Reddit thread last week after the last episode, and someone called out some inconsistencies. One of them were Grimes' light sources. Yeah, I thought first... I didn't have any light sources except for this crossbow. <laughs> in the first episode, part one, Ryan asked whether his daggers would produce light, and Neil confirmed they do because it is an ethereal flame. And then later, it was assigned a 15-foot radius, and then later, it was dropped altogether. And I think the that was a mistake on my part in the third act, in the third episode, was forgetting that they produce light. So they do produce light. Not as much as light. the flaming sword, but... Right. Okay. Yeah. They are... Okay. Yeah. So I'll carry the flaming sword then as we're walking around, but ready to she then pull the rune blade if we got attacked. Okay. Um, so so yeah. we unload pups and all. They all hop off. The dogs are what eager to, to be on crouches ground. down and grabs a fistful of sand. It, is it ordinary sand? Yeah, it's cold to the touch. Um, falls through your fingers like sand. It's gets everywhere. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not romantic in the slightest. You find yourself hating it and everything about it. Mm-hmm. Stands Crumbs. up, disgust, throws mm-hmm. this full of sand down. What's wrong? I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's going to be better than that flesh stuff. <laughs> Look, maybe we can find out where the, uh, the edge is between the, the normal ground and the flesh, and maybe we can work out why. Could then, do you think this could be people living here? Carving out a place for themselves? Are those demons people? No, why? Well, it's separate to them, maybe. Maybe there's more than one faction, or... Or some lost souls like us. How yeah. large is this beast, beachhead? 60 feet wide. It kind of curves around in like a, a horseshoe or a bullhorn shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it rolls back up maybe 30 feet or so until it turns into rocky terrain. I guess we walk to that edge there. Yep. Yeah, to uh, the rock. Is there this... creep overtaking the rock? There is no Gosh. creeping flesh. Interesting. Are we closer to the volcano or less close? Than before, I mean. Maybe a little closer. You know, you just have like these occasional puffs of lava in the sky to tell and your depth perception is pretty difficult to tell at the night and it's you might be a little closer it's hard to say I was thinking Grimes maybe the volcano is important because their weapons and their armor are made of obsidian and they seem resistant to fire maybe they're born of the volcano or something like that demons spat out of a volcano Sounds plausible. Yeah. 
There was demons buried under a volcano back on Caldonia, although they were elves. Demonic enough for me. Yeah. All right. Inland you go, dogs in tow? I think so. Against my bad judgment with the dogs, by the way. But yeah, if they well, die, what are you going to do? If they die, they die. All right. You, um, yeah? Yeah, so to Zara, I will uh, say, uh, I'll draw one of my phase daggers. Mm-hmm. Have you seen me use these? She nods. I have. Um, they're, uh, I call them phase daggers. When you wield them, you are uh, put out of step with this plane. Like, I, I think when I'm holding one, right, am I like, do I look different? Yeah, do I... you, when you have one drawn, you are 25% transparent. When you mm -hmm. have two drawn, you are 50% transparent, right? Was that it? Or is it 50, 75? Yeah, I think that's not even clear. It's one HP, so I assume that it's uh, 2%. Okay. Because, because one HP is like, is yeah. two percent much. My yeah. max HP or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what but you're saying. But that's, I mean, it's up to you. There you're, so yeah, you, you fade slightly from reality, and she mm -hmm. nods and says, I have seen your magic, which... They, they offer some degree of protection, perhaps even more important here on this plane, to be uh, out of phase with our surroundings. Perhaps you should wield one. Uh, like, offer her the uh, dagger version. She seems curious by this action and asks you what you will wield instead. <laughs> uh, that seems like a, I mean, I can gesture to the to the arsenal, but that seems like a an odd question to ask given Grimes' appearance. Mm -hmm. I guess I only have a few extra blades at this point. Maybe only two. What are you planning to use? Um... I have my swift sword, and then I've got another phase dagger. Given how much damage she was taking, and you were taking, I mean, I almost thought William might be better with the phase with the. Uh... I mean, probably because it does so much damage. But, yeah, it uh... doesn't have any magic bonuses. But anyways, uh, yeah. I think uh, Zara should dual wield phase dagger with uh, vengeance dagger. But Even if she's not actually attacking with it, the damage reduction might be helpful. She'll never hit. She'll never hit? On a yeah. This... She hits better than Grimes. Oh, you mean because of dual-wielding stuff? Yeah, and the, and the, the Valthara dagger is a plus three, isn't it? So, like, that helps her. Because it's it's AC that's the real problem here. Yeah. In any case, I will have the uh, large phase dagger and then the and then my short okay. sword in offhand. Perfect. She takes the dagger, wields it, phases out a little bit, uh, kind of looks at herself, checks her out her source. surroundings. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, that's a good point. All right, what is our marching order? Who wants to be point? I'll uh, be in the face. And are you going in just one large column, or are you, like, having one person scout out and then the whole troop fought catch up? How, how do you maneuver hmm. in this world? As a, I mean, a small uh, cluster? I think like maybe it's more like it's just be me and Grimes at the front side by side, then Zara behind, mm -hmm. and then the dogs and the the kobold and the null pups all behind her. Okay, but it sounds like you're just marching in a single column then. Yeah. With no advanced scout. 
Correct. I mean, unless yeah. Grant, yeah, but okay. there's not really much point in having an advanced scout. Unless when you can seems see. like there's something to scout ahead. Yeah. Sure. So William and Grime side by side in the front. I'd like to know if we come across the fleshy ground again. Sure. Uh, Zara uh, behind with dogs and pups and kobolds behind that. Yeah. Anyone remember Nimrod's girlfriend's name? Mm, started with an M. Can't remember. Mm, I'll find out if I can. Mogwog. No. Mogwog. That's it. Is it? That's what chat is saying. Oh, okay. We could call her Boo Boo, but we're not crazy. But we could. <laughs> I got crazy to start reading Dragonlance. I'm making Boo Boo references all week. It's great. Is I live Boo-Poo? for this shit. How do you not know who Boopoo is? R- Raceland's um, uh, gully dwarf that he finds and he befriends that gives him the lizard on the necklace. She was so sweet. She fell in love with him. It's all right. He cast charm person on a, a gully dwarf and she fell head over heels yeah. in love with a, an evil wizard. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Dalava. <laughs> Raceland, but one of the same, right? Oh, okay. Something. Uh, no, Chris. no, Raceland and Fistodantilus are one and the same. Oh, okay. Ish, kind of, maybe. It gets confusing. There's some weird, like, time continuity thing, like, Master becoming apprentice and time loops and, yeah, And soul-stealing and eating yeah. your apprentice. Yeah, there's some weird shit going on in there. Yeah. All right. Sounds like Gaelic. Stop spo- are we sorry we're spoiling a book from twenty years ago? We're also not really spoiling anything. The stuff we're talking about comes from like annexed books much, much later. Nothing that we say will impact what you're reading. I promise. Alright. Alright. All right. I think we I think William and Grimes are walking at comfortable I don't think we're doing this super strategic. I mean we're on edge, but I don't know how to like yeah, military formation versus demons. I think William and Grimes are 10, 15 feet apart, comfortable walking sure. distance, and then Perfect. trailing another 30 feet behind, maybe. Yeah. Is, yeah. You parade come along. Dogs, mm-hmm. The dog parade. Yeah, you come along the rocky ground around you, and it looks sort of. I don't know how to describe. Um, let me try and describe this. I think it's like sheets of rock that are sort of not, I wouldn't call them quite flat, but like sort of bumpy and rounded, almost like it's been worn by weather, except there is no weather here. Um, and it's all this sort of dark rock, um, like a, a deep blue, sort of soft, sandy rock that you're walking across that's smoothed out. Um, there's maybe some slight hills and rises and lots of like little bumps, but there are very few sharp edges or jagged outcroppings. It's more of just like, um, I don't know, as if the entire area were made out of some, like, weird undulating glass, except instead of glass, it's, like, rocky. But it's that same sort of smooth, rolling sensation over everything. Um, until maybe ten minutes into your journey, when you see a, a crack or a crevice begin to form in the rock. And as you walk alongside the crevice, it kind of bottoms out with some jagged, sharp edges on the side and, a, a, like, a pool of water in it. And it stretches out before you, you know, to the end of your light. It's maybe 10 feet deep. Um, 
and may, at the point you are right now, maybe five feet wide. So it'd be difficult to climb into, but it, it, the crevice looks like it opens up before you further and further. Um. Mm. Is there anything underneath the water or is it opaque? Uh, your light doesn't shine through the water. It sort of reflects off the top of it. I shoot an ethereal crossbow bolt into the pool. Perfect. The bolt sinks into the water about two inches and then flickers out of existence. It looks like it's just a, a thin layer of water in this crevice. Hmm. I, I don't know that we investigate, right? I think we pick a side and walk along the uh, water watershore. It feels arbitrary, but pick left or right. Going right. Right, okay. yeah, agreed. Okay. You head along this until the time comes for perception checks, which is now. Um, we didn't mention it, but Grimes, are you like firing off your ethereal arrows every? Uh, no. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. you retcon, that was probably less. The reason I was doing that was because it was my only light source. Right. Okay. And as it, it does make sense, if it's the same kind of ethereal flame on the arrows and on the blades, it makes sense that they shed. Yeah. I do think we can call them. I don't know. Yeah. So with a pass, 28, pass. that's six. 26. 26, okay. Let's see Unless in the small bonuses. window. No, and no, I'm just looking on the OBS overlay because it's always up and it looked like an eight. Um, with a 26, you can see something, William. You're walking not quite north right now, maybe like northeast-ish. Yeah. Um, and for a brief moment, something like passes in front of the stars, and you you see this like the stars get blotted out for a moment and then reappear quickly. Could it have been a dragon? I suppose. I suppose it could be anything. But it's like far away, right? Right? Or like right in front of us? You see an absence of light instead of light. You have no depth on this information. Yeah, but if it covered up like all of the stars, then it's probably ah. very close to us. Um, it covered up the majority of them momentarily. But they're not full on stars in the sky, right? It's just like a small arc of stars. Yeah. Right, yeah. like a small cone. Mm -hmm. Grimes, I saw something up ahead. Blotted out the stars. Stay on guard. Whatever it is, it'll be able to see us. And then up. With a 21, I didn't see anything, Neil. No, not with a 21. You were focused on the ground at your feet. Yeah. There's still no, uh, none of that demonic flesh, is there? None. Creep, are we calling it creep, or is that too much of a... I would like to call it creep. You can call it creep if you'd like. It's hard to... Any sort of flesh that crawls across the ground will forever in my heart and mind be creep from StarCraft. At least there's no Bane links. <laughs> or be in trouble. Give me many ideas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think. I mean, because you know, like, actually, the smart thing to do is just sail around the coast. Look is there clues. a smart thing to do? Well, I think it's the least risky option. It's the most information for the least risk. Because what we haven't got is inf mm -hmm. is information. But this is intriguing enough that there's no flesh here. Seems like it's calling us. <clears throat> Maybe we should go into that crevice, Grimes. I mean, is the crevice still right next to us, or is yeah, it just like a? It's actually gotten at this point. wider and no deeper. So now it's maybe twenty feet wide, 
Uh, and still about ten feet deep. And if you fire an arrow, it's still only you know an inch or two of water. Hmm. How long would you say we walked along this bluish stone that was all the same until we came across this cross? It's been minutes. at least half an hour by this point. Okay. Yeah. It was ten minutes when we made some decisions, and then we kept going, and yeah. I think we don't go inside, just because, like, if we'd been walking for, like, ten hours and it had all been the same, and then this turned up, then, like, okay, maybe we go in there, but there could be loads of crevices. Yeah, I, I think we keep walking, unless William makes a big deal out of not out of something blotting out the stars. I think we're... No, I think it's... I don't know. Ah, he's playing tricks on me, maybe. All right, you keep walking and you begin to hear the sounds of cries and yells. And just like, even though they're in a foreign language, uh, it sounds like the, the yells of war. And as you get a little closer. Or is it like we're coming upon something? You are coming upon something. In addition to the, the countless shrieking in the distance that never ceases, you now hear battle cries and the sound of steel on steel or stone on stone. Um, the crevice continues, and above, in front of you, there's like a hill that the crevice looks like it goes right in between, splitting the hill apart. Um, but you can still climb over the hill, and these sounds are echoing from the other side of this hill. Yeah, I don't end? know if. Yeah, I don't know if others follow, but I think Grimes gets into a low crouch and sort of silently, like stealth jogs up the top of the hill to get a look. The um this the cries, Neil, did they you said that foreign language. Was that foreign language or was it like demonic abyssal? That's what I'm talking about. Demonic abyssal foreign language. Okay. Well I follow Grimes then I'll walk slowly, yeah. crouch down. Okay, where is my Houston's... No. Alright. You climb to the, the top of this hill. Zara is guarding the dogs and the kobolds and the pups. As you guys breach your head over the top and come across the site of what's got to be 40 or 50 demons locked in combat with each other. They appear to be two sides fighting sort of like over this ravine area over which there are these makeshift bridges made out of some sort of blackish stone. Um, and there are many different demon types before you. I'm going to just spout some shit at you really quickly. Uh, to If you don't pick it all up, that's fine. It's in the middle of combat and there's not a lot of light. Um, the light sources that you do have are these occasional like balls of fire that will appear in someone's hand and race across the sky until they explode on the ground. Um, or they are in the form of like flaming breath weapons that burst out of one or another. On the ground, you've got the thungs, those little dog-like demons you've seen before. There's also a like a contingent of seven or eight of these weird snake-like people that have crab claws near the front of them that seem to be hurling something with their tails at people from a distance, so some sort of like range unit. There are the, the frontline fighters that you saw before, the tall guys with the whip and the sword that create like um, sections on the ground that jut up like giant spikes that then hold fast. There is a tall and thin character in like purplish armor with blue purple skin, high cheekbones that are wielding spears and throwing fireballs from their hands, like small little fireballs, not, you know, 20 foot AOE or 20 foot radius fireballs. Oh, okay. 
Um, additionally, there's behind the, those snake-like people with crab claws that are using their tails to throw things, uh, there's this weird three-legged creature whose head sort of like splits into three areas and its teeth are open or its mouth is open, teeth out, pointing towards the sky. It's just like body, legs, and a head that points up with maybe some tentacles coming out from underneath it or something, um, standing there doing literally nothing. Behind that is one of those people with the eyes on their hands and on their feet and on their forehead. And then a moment later, stepping into view is what must have blotted out the light. It sort of comes from behind all those things. It is 25 feet tall. It's got three legs uh, that are like, you know, 15, like uh, the bottom part is 15 and then the next part is 15 and the next part is 10 feet or something like that. Uh, and it's got this middle bluish scaled body that ha- suspends between these three legs as it stomps forward and there's a giant eye on the bottom of it or on the front of it that looks around and it kind of brings its body low to inspect something and then stands high to inspect other things. Um, the other demon force is similarly, you know, not the exact same composition, but similar creatures. How do they decide between the two? Like different colors, or are they just exactly the same, just on different sides? You know, sides of this you just get like brief flashes of light here, brief flashes of light there. There's not enough detail to really figure out markings or trappings or anything. And you're on one side, like you, one of the sides is much closer to you, and that's how you're getting like a good look at the things nearby. The yeah, other sure. side, you're just you get little glimpses between the combat, um, and it seems pretty one-sided. Like, the side that you're watching from is ripping the other to shreds. And as it does so, uh, the warriors up front will drag the fallen warriors of the enemy back towards these creatures in the back and then descend on it and feast on the demons that they've already slain. They don't disappear when they're slain? They don't appear to have, no. William and then back to Zara. You go back to William and then to Zara? I look to William and then okay. back to Zara. I think they followed me up the crest of the hill, right? So they can Zara's staying down below. Okay. William's here with you. Hey, look, there's no stars in the sky, no? I, th- I mean, I think I'll gesture Zara to come have a look. She scampers up the hill and lays quietly next to you, watching. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I murmur a prayer to Balam. I feel like this is his, his idea of... I don't know, the perfect place, right? Just two sides of continual war. The battle rages for another five, ten minutes until the side... I'm going to call it your side, just because that's the side you're on. Go to. Uh, that you're behind. Your your side seems to overrun the other, and... They cross the bridge and... They cross... The yeah, there are a couple of small bridges that they have crossed over, and they mm-hmm. drag the corpses back sort of to, like, the central station near those snake people with the crab claws... Um, and um, so over this feast. time, can I get a head a count, a head count, a tail count? Yeah, you see seven of these snake-like people. You see two of the lensmen with the, the hand, the eyes, and the hands, and everything. Uh, and, and as you're making your head count, that and the bodies are being dragged back. That short, squat, three-legged thing with the face upturned towards the sky. Its mouth opens even wider to like an impossible like 180 degree full open and it lets out the most hideous awful shrieking cry which instantly reminds you of the ones you heard back near the lighthouse 
Um, and it just starts belting shrieks into the air. After How the, the other demons react to it? Not in the slightest. Um, the person with the the two demons with the hand that lensmen, the eyes and the hands and everything, are floating ten feet in the air. The tall creature, um, we're going to call it just an overseer because it's literally over everything and it's got eyes on it, so it's seeing all around. Uh, Wait, there's just one of one them. Again. Describe that one again. Um, do you remember? Did you play Half Life Two? Yeah. Remember the striders that walk around in the city? Those like giant yeah. tripods. It's think of it something like that, um, except you know, it's that concept of like three tall legs of a, a tr- like a stalking tripod creature with a, a central body that the legs attach to and nothing else. Except That's this the one has that these. out the sun. Yeah, that the sky, the yeah. stars. Sorry, stars. Um, it, yeah, yeah. It's got these like long, uh, thin legs with this like plating around it and then the main body has like softer bluer scales covering it and the the eye in the front and then just like a giant mouth on the bottom as if it could like just come down from above bite you and rip you up um and then there's the ones in the purple armor uh and you saw two of those as well and then who knows how many thongs and warriors both sides had thongs. Both sides had the same composition, more or less. Just uh, well, your side had a lot more, uh, and yeah. you couldn't see if the other side had the the snake crab men thingies, mm-hmm. uh, or some of the other. You know, you couldn't see Do if any... the other side had lensmen or, or overseers or anything. Do any of the ones on our side die? Like from the other side, win the fight? Yes, and they get dragged back as well and feasted upon by the victors. Do any of them get killed by, like, ranged weaponry just die and disperse into the things? Not that you saw, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It is a chaotic battle. Yeah. Um, as the Grimes. things wrap up a little bit, you watch the feasting, and at some point they stop, and some of the warriors are dragging the bodies of the semi-feasted-upon enemies and then stop feasting. How far away are we from the battlefield? You are from the the back lines of your side, maybe eighty feet. The front lines where the battle was, you're maybe two fifty feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the the warriors drag the half-eaten carcasses in the direction of the volcano, um, vaguely in the direction of the volcano, and the rest of them split off and head across the bridge bridges, and off in that direction. Is the volcano straight ahead? Like, does this, uh, does the ravine head towards the volcano? Uh, the ravine is headed in the general direction of the volcano. It's headed, like, um, northwest, and the warriors are sort of going northeast, or north by northwest and north by northeast. You know, both generally northern. How many warriors drag off the desk? Five. Um, and it is worth noting now that you're looking after these warriors, that they are armored a little bit differently. Um, they don't have the the heavy plate that those first warriors that you saw had. These are more of the, um, they've just got shields and swords without any plate mail on. The ones we fought last episode. Yeah. Um. Grimes, do you think we should try and follow them? Hmm, I think we're already too close for comfort. Waiting for the rest of them to leave and then head after them, maybe a few hours behind them. At least a few minutes. Yeah, so I think we 
perch up on this hill for a little while and let the battle subside. Yeah. Do we hear the sounds of battle like across the ravine? Like maybe uh, they've just no. The sounds of fights. the sounds of battle have ended. Um, when the feasting began, you know. But it, it seemed like the majority of the army were like invading into enemy territory once the feasting was over. There, right? Like carrying on across the ravine. Yeah, that's what it looked like to you. So you said forty in total. That was split between the two sides. So that was, was your like 30, initial ten or something. That was maybe your initial guess. But now that you're looking at it afterwards. You know, you must have been missing the vast majority of troops because the, uh, more than 40 demons came back, like, hauling yeah. bodies. So yeah. there must have been at least maybe 100 total. Your your side had maybe 60. Your initial view only made it, you know, made it look a lot smaller. It's, well... We can take five, though, if you get backstab on them. I think we wait on this hill for a safe amount of time after the after things quiet down. Sure. You wait until you've lost sight of all the demons. And then I think we crest the hill and walk over the other side to get a look at this battlefield. There is nothing left of the battlefield. There's no there. blood, there's no bodies. It's just barren, rocky ground. This ravine, which is still only like 10 or 15 feet deep here, with a few inches of water at the bottom and these makeshift stone bridges that look like they've been made out of like um, long shards of stone that have just been like slapped down over it. Are there craters from the fireballs that were being thrown around? No, but there are scorch marks. Burn marks, marks, yeah. You can like rub your finger along the ground and pick up soot on it. But no blood stains. Do they no blood. Bleed? Maybe demons don't bleed. The, uh, these corpses stuck around after they were slain. Did you notice that? I nod. They had hold of them, right? They were dragging them. I think the dogs sort of spread out and sniff around the battlefield. Yeah. Or... They spread out and sniff, and um, one of them, Dancer, finds something interesting on the ground and starts sniffing it heavily and then begins to bark and howl. What you okay, got there, Dancer? We gotta shut the dog up quick. Yeah. You shush him. Uh, he growls and paws at the ground in a spot. Uh, he seems to have found a thing. All right, found? Yeah. There's um, a small little creature, maybe about the size of this eraser. Uh, it looks vaguely mycenoid. You know, it's kind of got like a rounded top and a smaller column-like body underneath it. And it sort of like waddles as it walks slowly from side to side. Was Dan to Dancer eat it? No, he just sort of like pointed his nose at it and pawed at the ground near it and barked okay. at it and howled. Back, Dancer. What and is I'll that? Crouch down to take a closer look. Does it look demonic? It looks almost like cute and friendly. It's like a little mushroom almost. I mean, it's not yeah. a mushroom, clearly. Um, I mean, so you're gonna have to like pick it up if you want to get that close of an inspection. You'll have to touch it. I think I crouched down a few feet from it. I don't touch it yet. Okay. Uh, it you know it's only the size of this eraser, so and it's got like um like a, a rounded top, so it's hard to see if it has eyes, especially when it's on the is ground it, and you can't is it really... walking. 
It's sort of like waddling from side to side slowly as it moves. Right, I, I draw my uh, swift sword mm -hmm. and oh, no, lay no. it. <laughs> and put the blade of the sword towards the creature. But mm -hmm. you know, like if you're trying to like pick up a spider or something like that, you like put a piece of paper in front of it and like chew it onto that. Right. So I'll like put the blade in front of it and like so if it keeps walking in a straight path, it will like crawl up and start walking up the blade. Mm -hmm. Totally. It does maybe, exactly maybe that. A frustrated thing where it like walks around and I have to reposition, but it, I yeah, uh, I nudge Grimes in the ribs. Can you can you talk to it, Grimes? I sort of hold William away so I can like hold it up steady without dropping it. And then I guess I pick up the sword blade and watch as the little uh, mycenoid trots down the blade towards it me. trots right over towards your face. And it does seem to have some sort of features on it. Um, there are like these little red dots that are all around it um, on the on the shaft, but not on the, the umbrella-like top. Um, mm -hmm. And there is... A like a wobbly slit that is reminiscent of a mouth, and while you're looking at it, it like and it gets near the edge of the blade, the mouth sort of opens up, and some sort of green bile fluid spits from it towards you. Give me a saving throw versus spell. My dodge saving. This is a spell. Yeah, it's a saving throw. It's like um, yep, dodging a fireball or a breath weapon. Give yeah. me a save versus breath weapon. That's appropriate. Oh god, you sure it's not a spell? It's breath weapon. Breath weapon saves so bad. I have no idea. Grimes got a talent on my stream up. I remember you have a penalty of four to all your saves in the demon realm. Are you serious? Yep, we discussed it the first session. It's shitty. Okay. Uh, you take so I have one to point. So my saves are eighteen versus breath weapon. Yeah, you take one point of acid damage as it like pukes up on your face. Um, and like runs down, maybe giving like a, a weird burn mark from the lower part of your eye. Yeah, I murder it. Okay. It dies, it turns into little floating I think small things. It's the size of an eraser. You can destroy it. You should have eaten it, Grimes. <laughs> That's how they do things here. You should talk to it, in fact. It might have known something. Yeah, that, that was my plan until it spit acid on me. Maybe we can find another one. I look around, do any of the dogs seem to be interested in these? Maybe there's more of them. Yeah, you guys take a few minutes to look around, and eventually um, some of your other dogs start barking as well. Do they find more of the, Are there little mushroom men all over the battlefield? Yeah, there's little small mushroom creatures. There's maybe a dozen of them scattered about. I stomp on one. It <laughs> dies underneath your boot. I eat one. You eat one? Saving throw versus breath weapon? <laughs> yeah, I eat one. All right. You eat it. It has a spongy, fleshy texture. Does it scream as it goes down? <laughs> it makes no noise that you can hear. Okay. That's one demon. That so it does it. one point of damage if it spits on you, but if you eat it whole, you don't take any damage? Yeah. Um, I'm keeping track of all the demons that I've eaten, Neil. All right. Keep okay. a track. One, one demon mushroom man. William the demon eater. Um, Can you try and talk to one? Uh, We're need communicate? Any information we can get here. 
I prod at one, uh, what's the word, non-lethally with a sword. Boy, what are you? It ignores you like you don't exist, or mm-hmm. maybe a better way to phrase it is like, it ignores you like a beetle would ignore you. Yeah. But does it come out in, like, Eridonian when he talks? Or does it come out in some weird mushroom language? It, he's speaking Drakusian to you. Okay. I don't think yeah. it's working, Grimes. It sounds... Yeah, I poke around with them for a few moments, but I, it seems like they're resistant to communication. Yeah. Or... Okay, well, let's not get too distracted. Let's follow the, uh, the warriors. Speaking of distracted... Um, where is my thingy? Uh, William, what is your AC without your shield? Um, 20. 20? Okay. So you will feel something sinking into a soft spot on your neck, something hitting your armor and falling to the ground. And Grimes, what's your AC without your decks? Like if you were caught off guard? Uh, 19 is my armor. Ooh, oh, you just feel something hit your armor without actually uh, penetrating to hurt you. Yeah, William, plus, you're going to take... You're going to take four points of damage as this something hits you in the side of the neck. And I'm going to need ah. you to make me, when we come back from break, a constitution check. But we're going to go to break okay. right now, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Welcome back to Homer Bound, everybody. William... Constitution check. I got a minus four. Yep. No, no. Constitution check does not have the minus four. That I pass. Sorry. Uh, what's your con? Twelve. Okay, so thirteen and twelve is a twenty-five. Oh yeah. Yes. You pass. Okay. Uh, you guys turn around at the feel of these things impacting you and see coming from the other side across the bridge or now crossing the bridge um, is this large lumbering beast. Let me just pull up some battle music first. Uh, Is it the overseer thing? No. What you're seeing... Ooh, it's too loud. What you're seeing is a large quadruped creature with heavy plated armor on its back and spikes coming off of its sides. It's got like an armor plated sweeping frill in the front and horns coming off of it. Think, um, Polcanthus meets a Triceratops. Ah, Polcanthus. Yeah, you familiar with the Polcanthus? No. By how I am now. Okay. And a Triceratops. Yeah, I think Polcanthus meets a Triceratops. Everyone knows a Polcanthus, but I'll put a or a Triceratops. So I'll put a picture of a Polcanthus up here for the noobs who don't know. I can't get its head to look quite right. It's stupid stuff. <clears throat> uh, it's not going to show properly. How unfortunate. But it's got like lar. It's you know spiked. Uh, heavy armor on its back with spikes coming off of the sides and it's covered in these 
blue scales all over the place, and out of its nostrils come a noxious green fume. <sighs> oh, fucking hell. Um, is it... I run. It's the underside of its neck, or armored. Uh, Grimes is running. William is staring and looking at this I'm creature. Like gathering, grabbing Zara, grabbing the, uh, grabbing the cubs and clearing yeah. back over the hill. You're clearing back over the hill. William, this large creature is charging in your direction. Roll me initiative. You never answered my question, is it? Oh, what'd you say? Does it, have, does it have a fleshy, like, under its neck? Uh, you want to lie down and try and look underneath its neck? Well, I'm looking at this picture of a polycanthus or whatever, and I can quite clearly see its neck's unarmored. So is it like that? That's why I said a mix of a triceratops. It's got a big armored spiky head. Yeah. And think... he remembered to describe the uh, noxious fumes this time. So run for your lives. <laughs> so roll me initiative, right. William. Fucking hell. Fine. Um... I haven't got a token. I got an eight. Okay. Let me bring you some tokens and shit. Grimes is gathering up the civilians and trying to run with them. Um, you take 37 damage from the charge. I'm going to say Vast's Breath Weapon. You turn stone. I don't actually have a proper token for this thing, so I'm just going to give a Polcanthus token. But imagine Polcanthus plus Triceratops here. You have Polcanthus? I do have Polcanthus tokens. It's not a Polcanthus. This one, that one has like a spiky tail. All right, I got two Polcanthus tokens. It's not a Polcanthus. That's like a. It's labeled as a Polcanthus. Really? I don't think Polcanthus have the uh, spiky tail. I think you're right. They don't have the spiky tail. These are clearly mislabeled. These are more um, Ankylosaurus like things. Yeah, there you go. Well, whoever made these tokens is lying to us. Uh, William, what did you say you rolled? A eight. I mean, Ankylosaurus are pretty similar to Polcanthus, right? They're very similar, but they have the the ball, the tail weapon, and they don't have the the side spikes. They just have more armored thingies. And wow, you both go at eight. Look at that. All right, so William, you meet it as it meets you in a head-on right. charge. So I want to. The plan is: is it like head down, trying to like charge me? Like it seems like a bull. Yeah, awesome. like a triceratops, head down, spikes out, big frill so wanna, up in front. What I want to do is sidestep and caught under its throat. Like, I feel like it hasn't got any metal plating on the underside of its throat. Awesome. So I want to duck, duck low and slice it as it comes past. All right, give me a roll to hit. This is with the flame blade. Making a called shot? Yeah. Um, yes, he is making called shot. So give me a roll to hit at minus four. 28. Ooh, 28 is a hit. Your sword catches the underside and rips into the creature. Roll me. It does not clear by 10, no. Um, 16. Excellent. I should have rolled its HP already. So it has more than 18 AC between the plates? Uh, On the underside, yes. Does it seem like it's taking half damage from fire? No. Okay. All right. So you let me make sure you can see the bar of its HP. You do 16 points of damage to it. And it We can kill it, Grimes. 
hits you with a charge. Sure, it hits me. For a, th uh, a 34? Okay, that, yeah, that hits. Yeah, do, how much does that clear by? Nine. All right. So it gores you. It catch, it criticals you with a charge is what happens um, oh, with its giant triceratops horns. Which they're not really triceratops horns, but that's the closest thing that I've got to describe it. So you're going to take... Oh my god, those are terrible rolls on the first set of 3d12. Um, Holy shit. 15. Should have taken my phase blade. I guess it only chips off one damage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're going to take 35 damage. It didn't nice. roll too great. Um, from the the full fledged charge with its horns that slams into you. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about, though, right? It's all about its charge. This thing. Yeah. So we yeah. were we were eighty feet down the hill, correct? Yes. Uh, Grimes. Yeah. So by the end of the round, Grimes has reached the top of the hill, mm -hmm. ushering dogs and gnolls around, and he looks and sees Williams not there, and sees him down at the bottom, locked in the. Uh, in horns locked with this uh, demon. Your dogs William! go crazy. Um, so at the top of the hill, Grimes will turn around and load a crossbow bolt. So I guess I'll take like one initiative next round. Sure. And um, kind of join the battle. But I okay. think... I'm going to do some running. Quick doodling. There's a ravine. That's like this something like that for a ravine um, but there is the slight bridge that crosses it that's sort of like these are that. the guys that be on the other side of the bridge yeah yeah that the, the creature has crossed over if that makes sense so did it roll an 18 to hit that before now it rolled a 19 to hit Okay. Uh, let's roll initiative. Every oh, William, you say it, second attack. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I go for the underside of its armor again. Go for it. Twenty-six is a hit. Or twenty-two. All right. Twenty-two damage to the critter. It is roughly at half hit points here. The snake-like creatures on the other side, I guess, make attacks this round as well. Um, they're actually going to have to move to get an angle on you because this creature is in the way, this gatebreaker. Oh, shit. Uh, and they will make their attacks. 15, uh, 15, 15, and a 30. Well, I think a 30 will hit you for 1d4 damage. You take what one point of damage. Using? They seem to be firing, like, spikes off of their tails or something. I feel like Grimes should get an attack this round, too, if sure. you're letting them, like, That's move fine. and join the battle. Like, I, I yeah. Yeah, okay. you run back. At the end of the round, you load your crossbow. What are you going to shoot at? Um, I think I crossed the ravine at one of these guys. Okay. Um, 13 is a miss. Yep. Actually, it's 14, but it's still a miss. Uh, let me just get my freaking thingies here. Roll their hit points. Uh, 
I believe 13 is... Is it a 13? It's a 14. A 14 is a miss, yes. For Godstom, high risks. All right, uh, initiative. We're just gonna have... Fuck it, we can do an individual initiative, that's fine. Yes, please. Oh, fuck's sake, Neil, did it not get a, a negative to its AC for charging? Um, it probably Should did. Would that push me over to beating it by 10? On what? On your 20? 20... Uh, if it was... No, that would not have cleared by 10. Okay. Hydras. Hydras, yeah. This is a, this is a Ultralisk. Hydralisks and Ultralisk. It's a, it's a bad combo. Have they done both ranged and melee upgrades, so... Who knows? <laughs> These are not ultralisks. We're gonna call them gatebreakers. Is that what I call them? Gatebreakerlisks. I thought we were calling them uh, Ankleodons, Ankleosaurus. It's a two word thing, gatebreaker. There we go. Okay, and let's sort initiative. The Hydras go first and they will fling their spikes. This is why they're named Hydras at William. With a... What's their attack bonus? Hydra. Plus 10. Uh, a 20 against William? No. A 23 against William? No. A 30 against William? Yeah. That will hit you for another one point of damage. Worthless. Um, you're going to have to start making poison saves soon, though. Not yet. William, it's your turn. Takes a couple rounds to kick in. Okay. Uh, come on. I'm playing for 20 here, Neil. 16. Oh, 16 is good. Crit and that's five. a crit, yeah. Um, you are aiming, you're still aiming for the neck, right? Yeah. So that's this already includes your minus four? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, hit, no crit. What? It clears by five at least, surely. It do- oh, you, yeah, that's right. You crit on 16s. Yes, it is a crit. Or 32 damage. Ooh. You oh, all on, but kill it. Fuck. It's the Gatebreaker's turn, and it is already on you, and it is going to gore you. It doesn't get its charge, um, but it does get a regular gore with its horns. Uh, we get an 8, becomes a 22. No. No, the horns hit your shield, knock it to the side. Um, it stomps its feet on the ground, and you can see... Actually, hold on, does it recharge this round yet? No, nope. It's still, like, noxious fumes are coming out of it, but it has no breath weapon at this point. Grimes, it's your turn. Are there any weak spots to aim for, or is a called shot with a crossbow not a thing? I think at this point, no, because it's it's got its head low. You know, Will, uh, Willem can get under it, but your angles are bad. I guess the 25 won't do it. I've got a second attack. So. You, at the end of the round, are you 25-ing the Gatebreaker or the Hydra? The Gatebreaker now. Yeah. yeah, it pings off of the big frills up front, and William gets a second attack. 30. That's another crit. Hey. And you rip it to shreds. It vanishes into Wait, a no. cloud of these creatures. I want to make a sizzle. part of it. Like, like, like cuts off part of its head or something. 
Give... You're going to have to drop your sword, right? Because you can't drop your shield. So if you want to hold it, you have to hit it with your sword, drop your sword, and grab it all in an what instant. It? it collapses, right? What if I take cover behind it, keeping a hand on it? Give me a dex check. Because this is an awkward... under the dinosaur as it falls down. No, just crouch behind it as it, as it drops. So Give me I a dex check. Yeah, yeah, dex check. No. 15. No, by the time you get close enough to touch it or, like, get a hand on it, it's already turned into not just, you know, a few of these things, but a huge cloud of these small floating creatures that fall towards the ground. Okay, fine. Um, we roll initiative for the next round. What's the initiative on the harpoon? Uh, is it six or eight? Uh, I have to look this up, sorry. Flame mm. looks bad, doesn't he? He does. Eight hit points. Oh, nice. Beautiful grimes. Just, I'll just say it's the same as a javelin. Sure. Which is an eight. All right. Twelve. All right, Grimes, go for it. So Grimes will run down the hill. Give William some cover. Thank you. And we're going daggers. Let's see. If, actually. The range on a throwing dagger, 15 feet to short range. Ooh. You're 45? Just, I can throw throwing dagger at that one, can't I? With no penalties. Oh, is it 15 yards? Sorry, 15 yards is short range, yeah, right? that's short range then. All right, so I huck one of these magic throwing daggers at it. Um, I don't know if they have any bonus. I will look it up. These are the daggers of disarming. They may not. I think you just... All right, a 16 versus a Hydra. Hydra AC is going to be higher than 16. Are there any magic bonuses to these magic throwing daggers? Uh, it's not going to be enough of a bonus if there is one, so I'm not going to bother looking it up yet. <sighs> the gear's trash. A character's trash. I'll just Life be is... for you, William. Thank you. Life is miserable. Life is pain. All right. Grimes, you get a three attacks against you. It's nice of them. Mm-hmm. He's giving you cover. He doesn't have a big shield and the armor and the flaming sword. He looks like the weak, sick man of the party. Uh, um, 21, 19, and 16. No. When I am uh, using missile weapons, I use my special tactics to uh, get a bonus to HP. <laughs> Oh, so that's 22 you see right now. Special tactics, man. Love them. Yeah. Uh, William. All right. I throw the harpoon at one of them. Pearl. Um, this is not counting magic bonuses. Got it. 27. You hit. Does anything happen? Um, well, first roll me damage. Okay. Uh, what's harpoon damage? It's D6. Know. Sure, that sounds fine. Or is it D8? I can have a, I remember, where is that big table with all the weapons? Is it in the DMG or is it in the player's handbook? I'm in tactics. I've got, I was getting one to look something up, so I can look up the, although actually, aren't we using Neil's? Yeah, it's going to be a D6. 
It's gonna be, gonna be disappointed by a harpoon. Harpoon's two d four actually. Yeah, two d four. That's better. Nice. It's more of a spear than a javelin. That's only seven. Initiative. Okay, two d four plus. Uh, and also, uh, pick your hydra. Yeah, this 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 guy. Uh, oh, how do I how do I ping him? There you go, this guy. Got it. Actually, no, the other guy, the guy on his own. Okay. How much damage did you do? Nine. All right, you hit it for nine, well, and we go so to the next with, round. Uh, with missile weapon fighting style, can I move half and do full rate of fire? Yes. So I can I do get my extra full rate of fire. Shot. Yeah. Would you like to throw extra daggers? Yeah, let's just get, yeah, let's just throw them in the pit. Why not? Um, a 20 and a 19. I guess we'll resolve them one at a time. So 20, I guess, actually, this is the only one within range. Right. Uh, it looks like the throwing knives of disarming have no magical bonus to hit whatsoever. Or to um, damage. Or to damage, and the 20 is not a hit. The daggers, well, I mean, they'll the hit the creature. Hit. No, they'll hit the creature and fall to the ground at its feet. No damage done. No damage done. Yep. These creatures have, uh, let me describe them. They are cobra-like, but thicker, with claws and pincers about six feet down from the top. The underside is the softer overlapping scales, while the top side is, like, skinless and fleshy, but covered with these movable, discolored... Uh, covered with movable, discolored, bony plates. Almost like um, they could fan up, you know, and, like they overlap each other, but they, they're flexible on one end. Um, they are curved to fit with the rounded body and only attached on one side. And at this point, you can hear the creatures like hissing and the, the bony plates on its backside are like up in the air, like uh, fanned up. And about, as, as I said before, there's these claws and pincers about six feet down with these large crab-like things that sort of hold, uh, guard the underside of it when it's sitting up like that. So that's what your your daggers are hitting, are these large crab-like defensive claws in front of it. I figured out how these daggers of disarming work. You throw them, and then they disarm the user. <laughs> now Grimes is successfully disarmed. He's standing here with no throwing daggers. Yeah, good job. Can this is a, so the one that threw the harpoon out, has it got a harpoon stuck in it? It does have a harpoon stuck inside of it. I never specified the length of rope on this thing, but could I now, the rest of my turn, drag it into the ravine? I don't think we have that much rope. Oh, I guess we picked up rope from the uh, from some supply something. Well, more. it's more. It's about 60 feet from you. It's unlikely that you have attached two ropes to a harpoon. So let's just say you have no rope attached to it presently. Okay. Or I guess you do have a rope, so your rope is now dangling, probably yeah, okay. in the, the thingy. Uh, we're going to roll initiative for the next round. God, these initiative rolls are something else. Right, ascending. Um, across the ravine, are there more of these things? No, it's just this small group. Mm -hmm. um, the one on the left goes first, and it looks like it is struggling. Um, it's like swishing its tail as if it's trying to move, but it is not going anywhere. And eventually it just like grabs the harpoon with its crab claw, rips it out, and drops it, but still manages to go nowhere. Um, the next Hydra 
runs, slithers really fast, like movement rate, well, I guess it's going at movement rate 12, so a regular speed slither away from you as fast as it'll take it. William. Okay, uh, the one that's running away, can I charge it? Uh, yes, you can charge it. It's running up a hill. I don't know if you want to go up a hill and crest over it, but... So there were hills on both sides of the, uh... It's shallow hill, slight hill, yeah. Enough to block line of sight to the horizon, but... I'm saying, like, is it it in charge range or not? Yes, it is in charge range. And what, I'd have to go over the hill to get to it, though? I'm just saying you would end up near the top of a small hill to... That's all. I'm just giving you information about the world around you. I'm not trying to scare you. All right. You chase it down. Catching it from behind as it runs. Plus two to hit for charge, plus two for back attack. 31. You hit it. Is that a crit? No. Let's see. Its plates are currently down... So you clear by not 10. Nope. It's not got its claws in the front, though, to defend it. It does have its claws in the front to defend it, yes. Yeah, but it's its back attack. It's a back attack, so it doesn't have its claws. Correct. Right, but it's you hit, so you do not clear by 10. Okay. 22 damage. Uh, let me just bring it down so I can see its HP total. Minus 22. There we go. Grimes? Um, I will cross as well. Walk up to this guy. Um, two swords, two daggers, whatever. Um, are there, is there anywhere to, are there gaps between plates or like? Most definitely. At this close range, with the light extended by your daggers, you can see that it's got these, like, bony plates that, that overlap it, and it, right now in the back, they're up, and sort of like a, a clacking thing. And between these plates is just soft, fleshy stuff. But that's from the back. In front, it's got these big crab, crab pincers that are sort of blocking your avenue towards its backside. And if I try to maneuver around it, it rotates to face it me? It rotates to face you. It squares with you. Okay. Well, I'm probably just looking for a 20 anyways, so... Oh, you hit... Is it 25 does it? Uh, yep, does not clear by 5, but you do hit it. Even through the crab pincers. Alright, 4 points of damage. Wait, does it do double damage against these, though? I think so. Does uh, the phase blade do double damage? Did it do it double against... damage originally against the other creatures? Against demons, it does. Yes, it, then it does double against these as well. And so 10. total. Sure. Uh, just as a rule of thumb here, if you're, if I told you your weapons do double damage, they do double damage against everything here. But, okay, okay I was just, the dinosaur didn't take double damage, or didn't take half damage from fire. So Correct. Was, okay. A wise observation, and I appreciate okay. your carefulness. Okay, uh, and an offhand, 21 I think is a miss. Ooh, just barely. Unless um, you have another plus one in there somewhere. Mm, I don't see it. Um, and I have another attack, but I think that's at the end of the round. Uh, all oh, right. This magic sword, right? The one Good. squaring off with you is going to make uh, two crab pincer attacks at you. We got a 10 and a 12. No dice. Nice um, rolls. Let's see. William, now is the time you need to make your your next constitution check. All right, you're good. Uh, yeah. You've 
been hit by a total of three darts, right? And they each did one damage to you? Yep. All right, so next round, at the end of next round, I need you to make me another con check. Will you get your second attack? Uh, still back attack, but no charge this time. Right. Or do I get the charge bonus? Forget the charge. 28. Hit. I have to laugh at that, though, yeah. 25 And times. it dies. Evap yeah, wait, wait. into I a wanna, plume of... I, I want to get a piece of this thing as a trophy. All right, give me another dex check. Try and grab it before it vanishes. No. Nope. Oh, damn it. You're too old, William. <laughs> this is a young man's game. Does a uh, 23 hit? Yes, a 23 does hit. All right. I deal eight damage. Uh, yeah. All right. Sword. Um, and we go to next round. All right. The Hydra on over here that was struggling to move just opens fire on William now with a 14. I guess it's a 16 with back attack, but that's not a hit. It's William, it's your turn. Turn. turn around. I charge it. Okay. You can charge it. No problem. Without that snow in your way, God, yeah. you can go so quickly. <laughs> you can cover distances. It's amazing. 33. You clear by 10. 19. Right. 19. Um, you can see that it is firmly stuck in place. The back end of its tail is swishing around and it's clearly trying to move in some way, shape, or form. But um, the like the core of it, that's where most of its weight is resting, is just like rooted in place. Okay, uh, sweet. Grimes. Oh, sticking. Uh, yeah. I guess I... I don't know. Roll some more misses. 23 might do it. Is a hit? Any points of damage? You slay the beast. Um, and William, um, give me your second attack. Unless Grimes, you have other stuff you want to do, of course. I have other attacks, but... Go for it. 105 feet. I think I can move 105 feet and finish off, right? Not a problem. Uh, you can go 60 yards. One of us gets a back attack. Totally. It can't turn to face you. Really. I guess it's actually probably still facing like this direction, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So back attack. Miss. Miss. Yeah. Um, I do have one more attack at the end of the round, but there we go. Uh, I have a question. If I have this magic sort of swiftness that gives me an extra attack mm -hmm. and it's in my offhand, but I'm ambidextrous, but I still get a penalty or something. I've got minus one with my offhand. Is the free attack also at a minus one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right, William, you slay it. It dies. I try and grab it. Dex check it. I pass one eventually. Nope. Nope, not today. But give me a poison save at the end of the round. Um, you know, con check. Con Nailed check, it. yeah. All right. Good um, job. I go and I pick up my... Disarmed throwing daggers. They're I lying. Harpoon. Yeah, they're all lying right at the feet of the things that you struck with them. You find them. Um, you can see Zara has back there, weapons drawn, guarding the dogs and the pups and the kobolds as you guys slay these things. Is there anything coming over the hill? The hill Not. that William was charging up? Not yet. 
And when William, you got to the top, you didn't necessarily see anything, but there weren't any light sources either. Yeah. Um, um, needless to say, your dogs have made quite the racket among the shrieks of those bizarre three-legged squat monsters. Which way did the warriors go with the dad? They went roughly that direction. So I think we should... Unless you want to go and take a look over the hill, Grimes, see what's there. Yeah, Grimes will walk up, walk up this hill on the other side of the ravine. Uh, you see, heading in your direction, there are uh, the remains of that group that moved out over the bridge. They're coming back, and you can tell because that one creature in the purple-plated armor with the spear has like a, a ball of fire in its hand, leading the way in your direction. How far away are they? A thousand feet. Are they dragging things? Nope. Nope. And that overseer is marching behind them all, 25 feet up in the air, stalking after you. Do we head back to the boat, Grimes? Uh, Grimes comes back down the hill, like, the demons are returning. I think it's time for a tactical retreat. All right, we can't fight all of them. All right. You guys have time to make it away. You grab Zara, you grab the dogs, you go back over the hill, follow the ravine back towards the beach. You make it back to the beach without any problems, without any signs of demons, just the ever-present shrieking of those squat, we're just going to call them shriekers. Goddamn shriekers. Um, I know you're not wounded, Grimes, but uh, I could do with a few days to rest. Took a, an acid ball to the face. From Mushroom yes, that's true, you did. <laughs> All right, yeah. so you guys hang out in the cove. Um, yeah, on land? I don't know, did you go back in the sea? Can we get back to the boat without going in the water? Yeah, you've dragged the water up onto the sand, you're fine. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd say we wait in the boat. All right, you all pile back in the boat, paddle mm-hmm. out to the water good safe distance um, while Zara speaks to Grime saying I do not like this place no I don't think we're supposed to where are we going Grimes where are we going I thought your she points to William without using a noun to define him, was a great warrior and a great leader of people. And yet... Uh, A great warrior, yes. (laughs) But look where he's led us. Recklessly charging into battle at every opportune moment. How did he ever gain mastery with an arming sword? (laughs) It was hard fought. You know, I... He's strong, but I think I'm still a better swordsman than him. He's, he's yet to best me in a duel. She nods understandingly. Um, Perhaps it's time for more calm heads to prevail. Where are we going, Grimes? Do you, do you have any insights? Does... Thothara call to you? 
she is quiet to me. Dead to me. Hmm. But I remember her ways, her teachings, and I am no coward nor no fool. If neither of you are up to the task, then you watch my pups and I will find out where these demons go and where we go. Take me to shore. Uh, To William, I say, uh, Zara seems to have it in her head that she uh, can hunt and track these demons. She's dropped off at shore. We'll go. She can help us when we head out. I just need some time to heal. She'll surely die if she goes on her own. Yeah, I think it goes back to jabbering and Nolish behind William's back. <laughs> now, now that he's wounded, he's uh, he's patient and uh, suggesting caution. She he nods. says we should wait till he's healed. I guess. And then what? Where will we go then? We need to know where we are headed. We cannot wander aimlessly forever. What do you hope? That we just walk, wander upon and a path home? A timeless demon battle? Never know. Could happen across one. How did your people ever manage to forge such weapons of war with such feeble minds? Luck does not happen that way. You do not just come across answers to life's questions. I'm a very lucky man. You know, I once broke Jexel's own blade. (laughs) Hmm. Does it it sound like it's getting heated? Could I... I think Nolish is one of those languages that always sounds heated. (laughs) I love you, sweetie. Have a good day at work. (laughs) (laughs) But is she like standing out and puffing out her chest and? No, she's oh, calm. Okay. She's Fine, chill. I, 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 yeah. All right. Um. Does the volcano not call to you? I point to it, erupting in the distance. Surely uh, that is the epicenter of this place. This answer seems to satisfy her. She sits back in comfort, gives you a, a couple of nods, and goes quiet. <clears throat> Little does she know I'm considering throwing the pups in the volcano. Oh, God. As a sacrifice. All right, well, yeah, I mean, how long's 8 HP a day, is it now? Yes. Um, actually, what were you at right here? Eight? I think William passes out hard in the boat, and Zara and Grimes chatter about this and that <laughs> over him. Rest. Yeah. Does Zara um, ever push the let take me to shore and let me go scout alone? No, or once you point out the volcano and say that's your destination or, you know, imply that, uh, mm-hmm. she seems satisfied with a, with your answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, William, you'll gain 10 HP this first rest. 10. 10. Strange, strange. Okay. Yeah. I know. Uh, I keep resting. I've got a lot more to get. 31 more needed. Okay. So it'll take you... Four days. Yeah, you're going to be getting eight from here on out. 
so what do you need? Four days? Is that what Graham just yeah, said? Four days. Four days, yeah. Over that, I can gain my one back. Okay, so that's basically a hundred hours in the ship, sitting and waiting and watching. Yeah, you gotta remember, though, that Grimes and William were pretty used to sitting in silence for long periods of time. Frofro did, did prep you for days on end in tight, cramped quarters with nothing to do. At least yes. this time you have the howls of the shrieking eels and the shriekers instead of the whip, whipping winds of the snowstorms. Yeah, like this boat's probably bigger than the tent. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, okay, the harpoon, at least we've got an idea of what it does now, so I don't... Um... Would having a rope tied to it in any way impact the ability to use it as a throwing weapon? Because, like, I feel like in real life it probably should, but... Yeah, but I think it's probably less than a 5% difference when you have William's strength. Okay, you know? I'll leave the rope tied. So can we say how long the rope is, like... 50 feet. Um, 50 you'll probably need a foot or two to tie to the end, but that's just a pain in the ass. So let's just say 50 foot reach with it. Okay, cool. And it didn't paralyze it, it was just seems to be held in place. Yes. If we're able to move. Alright, let's head back then. I mean, I, I say we go back to the ravine and we start following the ravine until we get back to that hill. See if the battle's, like, restarted. And if not, follow the direction that the warriors dragged off the bodies towards the volcano. Alright. 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 Days pass. You heal up. No sign of the demons. Why do you think there, there's been no sign of them? You know, you were only a thousand feet in front of them. It's been five days, six days of resting here. Why did they never chase you down? Mm -hmm. they come after you? Us? We're not on their creep, so I don't know if they can see us here. I don't know if they know we're here. At least that's what I'm assuming, hoping. Okay, cool. After your five days, where to? The volcano? Yeah, do we, do we get back to the hill? Yes, you can get back to the hill. There are no signs that a battle's ever been here. Okay, then yes, so where the demons went to the volcano. Right. Staying on the right side of the path? The right side of the ravine? Right side so. of the ravine. You follow in the direction of the volcano, using it as a landmark. It erupts every... I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes or so, spewing bright lava into the sky, illuminating so we, things. How much closer are we getting? After 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know? Not a lot closer after 20 minutes. It's gonna be a okay. while. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you gotta hike to a mountain, you know? It's, it's not a short walk. Is the ground still blue stone? Yeah, it's this sort of deep blue looking soft rock stuff mm -hmm. yeah is it the same color as the blue scales on the some of the demons um i think only if you don't have an eye for color you know okay. you you and i would probably be like yeah it's the same blue but fran would be like oh my god william <laughs> don't you know that that is like eggshell blue yeah yeah it's like the the, the baby blue eggshell smob and it costs Look. 92 pounds a tin. Mm -hmm. And we need seven of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Welcome to my life. You don't know how, <laughs> don't know how pertinent that comment is. <laughs> All right. 
you continue forward. Why don't we take our second break right here and we'll come back on the other side with some more Homeward Bound. See you guys in a bit. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Homeward Bound. Welcome back. So, where are we? You're on a boat. Uh, You've made landfall, and now you're heading towards a volcano. Yeah. Sweet. Did you see that the USA just won the Women's World Cup? Yeah, oh. we do that shit all the time. Good job, guys. I, I believe we also had a contract that if the United States beat the English, you'd have to call it soccer until the next season. So I expect that? you... Uh, I believe that's the, the going contract between our countries. Maybe I expect to hear you football. refer it as a women's soccer. Women's you can call soccer, it men's yeah. football, but it's women's soccer now. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, but did they just win the whole thingy right now? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If it, I think it's right now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Looks like that's the final score. Spoilers. I know. Two zero over the Netherlands. Our women's team has always been good. Yeah. When is the men's World Cup? It was last year. It's a boring game anyway. I only watch wasn't soccer. There, I don't watch football. Were there men's games, or was that not even not World Cup? It was. It was last summer. The World Cup. You don't have World Cups every year? That's every four years. Oh, like my Olympics. God. But then I, okay. We were watching US versus Jamaica like a couple days ago, but that was yeah. that's not World Cup related. No, it could just mm. be like a friendly or something. All right. Oh, okay. When it gets all the weed. <laughs> US versus Jamaica. Yeah. Winner gets all the weed. God. All right. You're traveling over land. Same marching order? I think so. Okay. Um, Although, as we get really close to the volcano, I think it's probably wise Grimes go off, so goes off ahead. Yeah. After, let's say, a couple hours of walking, it looks like you've cleared maybe a, an eighth of the distance between you and the volcano. Um, it's gotten a little bit bigger in the sky on the horizon. You could probably, you know, in a day... You could probably be there if you just march straight forward. I think that's what we do. We don't need to stop. All right. You march and march and march over hills, uh, through small ravines here and there, over rocky outcroppings. The, the ground does give way. Instead of this nice rolling soft everything, it does become more jagged and broken um, and, all, and ugly. All rock, though. No creep. No, no All call. rock, no creep. I would say this is beautiful compared to the alternative I agree to eel infested waters or do you think that the uh, the lava flow from the volcano perhaps stops the flesh from growing here I have no idea yeah it's not actually flowing right it's old cool lava right I mean it's still spurting lava into the sky every half hour oh right 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 Sure, but yeah, it might do every six months or something. Um, the, of course, the shriekers are ever present. At this point, there's so many and they're so far spread out that it's just like, it's almost easier to turn out, tune out now because it's this ever present background, like <laughs> shrieks from everywhere. Yeah, um, it's maybe starts to fade in your awareness um, when you come round a bend. 
past a, a nasty jagged outcropping full of like sharp obsidian sections sticking out of it like a like claws or tusks or fangs or something and behold a wall a wall made of flesh with arms and faces and teeth and mouths and eyeballs in it does it seem the wall is maybe 30 feet high maybe 20 feet high something like that and there is a clear gap in it the ground at the gap is filled with flesh and holding uh small balls of flame are you know two arms extend from the wall on either side of the gap holding balls of flame um standing uh behind the wall on must be some sort of ledge or something or maybe it's slithering on top of the wall on some sort of ledge or something are more of those snake-like things with crab pincers does it look like grimes could climb up the obsidian and go over the wall or around the wall you might you would have to skirt around to see if you can find a spot over um because that's that's before you and you've got the obsidian right here there might be a way past it or around it are, um, is the wall made of demons or made of human flesh uh it looks pinky fleshy definitely not skin but like you know crossover between skin and muscle and toned down to a. Uh, so that's like so pinky being human Pinky, like, like a raw chicken pink. Okay. Yeah. What do you say, Grimes? You want to try and That's see horrifying. if you get a I don't look over that? <clears throat> yeah, let's circle around. Not. Uh, how far does it extend? Like we can probably see for... I guess it's dark. Yeah, you can only see right where those flaming balls are. Um, it's almost like those balls are there to illuminate the entrance and the otherwise dark and featureless terrain. So to our left, there should be the ravine still. Uh, the ravine is probably a half mile or a mile away by now. You've diverged from it. Okay. Because it went north by northwest and you're heading north by northeast. So, yeah. Okay. How deep is the ravine by the time we had to move away from it? 20 feet, maybe. Okay. That can mean, so, you know. so which way are we headed? <clears throat> I mean, either I think you try and climb over these rocks and get beyond the wall, or... There's no rocks, right? Right. If we were to look at a map... But we may be able to find, like, an edge to the wall. Yeah, that's what I mean. But if that doesn't work, we could try going back to the ravine. Like, it's in a similar place. Maybe there's a path underground into the into the city or into the volcano or whatever this is. Who knows how thick it is. The thickness is just your best guess because you can't actually see the other side of it. But, you know, it's something like that, and then it just extends into darkness on either side. Um, you yeah. can only really see this illuminated section. So which way, which way are we coming from? You can only really see this illuminated section right here. Yeah, you're With coming from that direction like that. Perfect. So, <clears throat> pick a direction, I guess. Yeah. I would think to the right. Sure. But. Okay. <clears throat> Are you all going to go together, or is uh, did you, was Grimes just going to do this one on his own? No, I think if we stay, stay, I don't know, 100 feet back, 200 feet back, we can all go. Don't split the party. Good idea. 
Yes. All right. You guys skirt along the edge. At what distance from the wall would you like to be? I mean, safe distance? Yeah, safe distance. <laughs> but is that 50 feet, or is that 1,000 feet, or is it like 150 feet? feet if I could still see it, but I don't think that works. Okay. My light radius is only like 30 feet. Yeah. 60. Am I like a beacon here, though? Like anything on top of that wall can see us already, right? If you have lights out, then yes, they would be able to see you for sure. So the I think maybe we can see us. I think maybe we put the lights away as soon as we catch a glimpse of the. There's only light at those torches or whatever, at the fireballs at the entrance, right? Yeah. Like, if we walk alongside the wall, there's no light source unless we bring it. Yeah, I know, but, like, I just think... we see another torchlight off in the distance? The ambient lights. Are there any lights? I'm sorry. Are there any lights? Just the two fireballs. Okay, and if we look to along the wall, there's no others. You see no other lights. Yeah. But I think we need to bring light with us. I guess you're right. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just carry on then. If they see us, they see us. All right. So you carry on with your own lights and head alongside the wall? I think so. Yeah, okay. probably 60 feet or so from it. Like as far sure. as you can get and still be able to sort of keep track of it. Well, you don't even get to within 60 feet. Once you get you know, come around the bend, maybe, you know, 20 seconds after you come around the bend with your lights out, you hear new shrieking starting from within that fleshy area, and these snake-like creatures on the top immediately snap to attention and face your direction, clearly there staring. there snakes on the wall? How many? Yep. I said there were two. Far... Okay. Uh, one on either side. Yeah. Okay. Um, they, as soon as you come around that bend and are, you know, your lights would come into view of them, they spot you. Shriekers go off on the inside of the wall, much, much closer, much louder than the other shriekers. And um, the snake-like creatures, the hydras, stare at you. They don't fire at us. They do not fire at you. How far away? From, we must be within range, right? You're, I, I, let's call it a um, thousand feet right now. Grimes, hmm. Grimes. Introduce us. Introduce. <laughs> now looking at us, they already know we're here. Why you, we might as well try and talk. I shout. Can you shout a thousand feet? Yep. Maybe. It Maybe. probably would just be indiscriminate shouting. Yeah, you probably need to be closer. I shout. Is it common or Drakisian Dracus- or? It's Drakisian. Yeah. Yeah. I came out as Abyssal in the last demon fights. Right now it's coming out as Drakissian. I think I had to pretty specifically talk to them, be talking to them. Let's get a bit yeah. closer. So I guess we walk towards the front gate at this point. I look to Zara. Is she like, what are you loonies doing? Yes. She has a look of horror on your face as you start walking towards them. <laughs> um, and she does not join you. She stands back behind the rocks with the, the pups. Uh, and that is when bursting out through the gate are many demon warriors. How many is many? I'm still putting them on the table here. Uh, we're going to have eight warriors and a taskmaster. Yeah, we can't run. fight them. Okay. All, right. All right. You guys turn and bolt as they run in your direction. Uh, let's sheathe our weapons and try and hide. 
Are we? Are they faster than us? No, they're the same speed as you. They're movement 12. Uh, So you guys bolt. You get behind the cover of the rock. Your light leaves their area, and immediately the Shrieker's voice changes slightly. You have no idea what it's saying, but its own tonations change as these demons charge at you. As you hide behind the rock, um... Zara is crouching low against it, weapons drawn. I don't think we stop moving to hide. I mean, we have no map to navigate on. Right. But I think we move and take a zigzaggy path to like get behind cover, shoot okay. our weapons. But I don't, we don't. We aren't like stopping and crouching. Sure. So at this point, you can us. you can outrun them or you can look for cover. And it sounds like you're looking for cover. So I want a perception check from the party. Well, you can do it, Grimes. Okay. Unless Valfara's got high perception. Not Valfara. Sorry. 27, that's great. Um, Sure enough, as you start fleeing, there is a... I guess we we would call it a cave in the real world. Although this clearly isn't formed by, like, water flowing through rock. It's something else. Uh, There's these jagged spikes that shoot up in the air and, like, a jagged overlook that comes out over them. So it's almost like there's a like a, a ramp of stone that comes up with spikes on either side, but the ramp is, you know, like um, a Lion King ramp where it's more of like a, a jutting stone that comes out. And these spikes on either side are things you could hide behind that provide cover for you. It sort of creates like a wall with a roof, but there's still like gaps in the wall up high and gaps in the roofish. but it would give which, you good cover against ground-based creatures. All right, which way does, the, does it face? So if we were to go into the mouth of the cave... Is it facing uh, away from the demons, towards it them? faces... If the demons are north, this faces west. Okay. So they would not... Well. Yeah, they would They would not see the entrance um, until they were upon it, and then they would have to, like, turn and go into it to, to see well, you. I guess we go into it, and I'll shoot a crossbow bolt into underneath the overhang to see how far it extends. It heads well. back maybe 60 feet or so, um, and, you know, getting closer and closer to the ground a little, the whole way. And then it dead ends. Yep, then it dead ends. Well, we could hide here. Worst okay. case, we could make our stand in a in this choke point. How wide is the mouth? 30 feet at the front, narrowing to five at the back. I nod. Sheathy weapons. Head to the back of the cave. Alright. You guys get in. You find cover behind rocks and boulders and broken bits. Uh, you can hear, but not really see the demons crashing around in front of you, charging past you, their claws so scraping I, on yeah, stone. So I think the dogs and kobolds and gnolls are all the way in the back of the cave. Yeah. Um, Grimes is very near to the front of the cave, uh, concealed in a shadow. Uh, Willem, can you make me an animal handling check to keep your dogs quiet? Because they are not quiet creatures by nature. I'm going to do my best. Yeah, yeah. One of them begins to growl as the demons get closer, but you get you can calm it and shut it up. They almost reveal your position. Um, the kobolds are hiding behind the big jagged, spiky things near the front, shivering in terror. But soon the demons are gone, and you're in your cave alone. It's the twelve of you, or whatever it is, twenty of you. Shall we rest here for a moment and then head back out? Yeah, I think we, I think we wait probably the better part of an hour, right, to make sure the demons mm-hmm. don't circle back. 
Yeah. Maybe 15 minutes later, uh, you can hear them coming back again. Claws on stone. Uh, this time it's not a, f- a hurried, <clears throat> frenzied run. It's more like a, a march back. Not in lockstep, but, you know, that marching pace. And um, you hear more than see the demons return to the base. The sounds of the Shrieker, does it seem to change when they retreat? A little while after they retreat back to base, the Shrieker changes again and then goes quiet. So without actually seeing this, I feel like it would be easier to make this distinction if I was actually watching it. Does it look like the Shrieker is controlling them? Or does it look like the Shrieker is just maybe like a like a music player in, a, in an army? Sounds like great speculation. Okay. You know, I wonder if we killed the Shrieker like they all stopped moving. Oh no, because the, the ones that attacked us on the beach by the lighthouse, there was no Shrieker at the time and they were still attacking us. Unless the Lensman was controlling them. I think I killed the Lensman, didn't I? Or did I just crit him and... I think no, you did cr- kill him. He retreated. Did you kill him? Hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um... Hmm. If we carry our, web- our light, they'll be upon us. If we don't, then we're lost in the darkness. Well, we, need- we just need to steer clear of demons. So not walk up to their front door with a light in hand, shouting hello. Does it look like this wall is protecting the volcano now? The volcano is beyond it, but who would protect a volcano? I mean, maybe. Maybe it's guarding the volcano, or maybe it's just guarding something near the volcano. Depends on how far the wall stretches, right? Let's relocate like a mile east of here and approach the wall again. Okay. Like over there. Okay. A potential problem, um, our ship is totally undefended, right? So if the demons find that, they can just torch it and leave us stranded. Yes, but at this point, where are we going to go? Yeah. Well, so I guess we, we travel east. Okay. You travel east. Um, at one point in your travels, you end up on the the top of a a fairly large mound, and you can look down from it and see in the distance, maybe, maybe a mile away, some sort of large raging battle. You only get glimpses as fireballs are being tossed back and forth, but there are clearly all sorts of demons. Um, you're not close enough to make out any details, but there are things that you haven't seen yet there. Where is this? A mile away to the west, uh, to the east. So this is the direction we were heading, or is this when about when we were thinking to go look for the wall? Um, you're you're cur- yeah, you're you're curving more northward right now, and like coming to the top of a hill and seeing due east, and maybe you're headed like due north right now. Um, mm-hmm. This massive battle off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Maybe a uh, two thousand demons involved total. Holy oh, shit. that is an actual battle. Yeah. What are they fighting over? Is there another ravine or? It's a mile in the distance. You can't tell what they're fighting over. We can just see hundreds of explosions from thousands of demons. Mm -hmm. Can I have a blank roll 20 page to try and drum up? Yes. I feel like this is a good idea. Grimes, you can help me, right? Yeah. Let's try and map out where we've been. Um, I'm no artist. But let's say that Caledonia is to the south, right? So let's say that... uh, 
So that's Caldonia. We go pretty much straight north from Caldonia. Yeah. Yeah, to the best of your knowledge. Yeah. So yeah. it seemed like maybe it was something like, you know, like this. <clears throat> and then over here is the beach, right? Sure. And up here, there was like the road, yeah? Mm-hmm. With the, then, the ribs and the spines and the spikes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, what, to the north, this is like all, like, this is all like bluestone up here. Like, like this, right, or something like this is the bluestone. And then the ravine is like here, the mm -hmm. ridges. Yeah. And then you've got the flesh wall somewhere to the north. Like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Grimes, Grimes, any input on that? Yeah, that seems about right. All right. So you're on top of this hill now. You've been wandering in the dark, maybe pulling out weapons or lights in, in small moments of necessity. I don't think we've been, we haven't been in the dark, I don't think. You've been marching with, under light? Yeah, I think we're clear of the uh, of the wall. By a long okay. way, yeah. Yeah, and okay. so yeah, we use light to navigate. Is the ground still blue stone? Yes, uh, it is blue. It's turning darker. Like the the blue is getting darker and darker, uh, and it's getting more rough and ragged. Instead of having like nice flowing features, you're getting more like jutting things, or like there's a little blob that sticks out here or whatever. Uh, and after your your hill ascent where you see the demons in the distance, you turn north towards the volcano and march. Um, yeah, you come down the hill, cross a, a flat plain, and begin to ascend another hill. Uh, and when you begin the ascension of this other hill, it is clear that this is not just a hill. This is the mountain, the apex of which is the volcano. How far away is the volcano from here? top of the mountain, maybe 3,000, 4,000 feet up, um, and an equal distance over. Closer than I thought. You want to take a look up there, Grimes, or? It's I want to climb it. Results so there's no flesh wall here. At some point, the flesh wall ended? Yes. There's no flesh wall here. Okay. Is there somewhere that the rest of us can hunker down? How steep is the volcano? Like, can we all just walk up it, or is it... Uh... At this point right now, you could probably just walk up it, but who knows okay. what the future will have in store for you. So right, I think well, for now, all of us just trudge mm -hmm. up the slopes, the foothills. Yes. You trudge, and the ground gets nastier. It becomes sharp and jagged, almost like a mussels on rocks at the beach. Just kind of these weird, small, spiky things all over the place. There's no soft earth or grass, nothing to break your fall. If you slip, you're going to tumble into just sharp, jagged stones everywhere. Uh, your falling damage, just for reference, is going to go up in this area because it's such a terrible landing zone. Yeah. Um, and you reach a point at which it is no longer easy for the dogs and the kobolds to keep up with you. Uh, it's, you know, maybe like a 30-degree slope now, and everyone's struggling, struggling, 
Sometimes you can hear dogs whimpering and they're leaving little bits of blood on the ground as they step hmm. on these pokey rocks. Gosh. Um, you say it's 30 degrees. That sounds like, for even for William, that's still sort of reasonable, though. Yeah, William could struggle through it. Yeah, I keep going with Grimes. I tell Zara to wait here with the... Or I tell Grimes to tell Zara to wait here with the... Mm-hmm. Translate. Oh, yeah. Wait here and look after the pups. Zara nods. Take um, cover. She hunkers down, tell you know, whispers something to the pups, uh, looks for some area, and then shuffles them off. Like, you know, you're walking up, and you'll look back and maybe see Zara moving them to a, a better sheltered area nearby within, like, 30 or 40 feet. You guys eventually reach a steep climb um, after another thousand feet or so. The the volcano mouth is maybe 2,000 feet above you and only 1,000 feet over now, so it's going to be a, a steep ascent to the brim if that so is where you wish to go. 2,000 feet more to climb or 1,000 feet more? 2,000 up, 1,000 over. The 2,000, is, uh... is that a wall? Like, is it... No, 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 but, like, you know, I'm trying to give you the steepness of where you are, right? You still have 2,000 yeah. feet to ascend, and you have 1,000 feet in which to do it if you go straight. Oh, I see. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Is there... Is it getting hotter? No, it is still cold, except for your warm armor. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the ground here is warmer to the touch than the ground in other places. You know, it, it's almost room temperature, the earth here. So I guess it is getting hotter, yeah. But it's still cold. Um, Grimes, shall we attach ropes to our harnesses and climb together? Um, I want to see what's up there. Hmm. I don't have any ropes anymore. I've got the rope off my harpoon. 50 kind feet. Of lashing ourselves to each other is... A way to go. Good idea for me. Probably not when, so good of an idea for you. Well, if either one of us falls, we'll take the other with them. If you fell, I could hold you. Although it's unlikely that you're going to fall. It's more likely to be the other way around. And I think even... No matter how strong you are, if I'm falling at speed... Perhaps. Neil, you know... 2,000 feet over 1,000 feet, 45 degree angle. That doesn't seem that bad. That seems like I could climb that. Not a 45 degree angle. If it was 2,000 feet up, 2,000 feet over, it'd be a 45 degree angle. That's right. So it's more like 60. Yeah. Still doesn't seem that bad. It's pretty bad. How much mountain climbing do you do, Nick? You know, less than William. How much mountain climbing do you, Neil? Uh, When was the last time you went outside? (laughs) <laughs> Yesterday? This morning? I left the house this morning. I went oh, and got I'm bagels. Proud I'm proud of you. Thank you. Oh, that's... Yeah. But, you know, like, it's not like it's a, a single plane that's of 60 degrees that you can scale, right? It's... There'll be some flat areas, there'll be some steep areas, there'll be some awkwardly angled areas. Yeah. It's, it's mountain climbing, you know? I'm going to keep going until it's, like, a vertical wall. Until okay. I have to make a hard dex check. I'm gonna... Until you have to make climbing checks, you're going to keep going? Yeah. I'll at least go until I have to start making climbing checks, yeah. All right. You guys managed to make it a little bit farther, a little bit higher. Uh, looking back and down, I would like perception checks from the two of you. 
Yeah, we probably should have asked about demons or something. Oh, oh 30 is brilliant here. Uh, Grimes, you've got the wherewithal to get a good look at your surroundings. William is having to clutch the wall and keep his balance. Uh, he's getting old. His knees aren't working quite as well. Grimes is meanwhile like holding on with a pinky and watching <laughs> the world below him. And you spot a crevice in the volcano on you know a side nearby uh, mm-hmm. that is emanating a little bit of light. There's like a little red light bouncing off of the walls coming from this crevice. And down, if you kind of follow the crack and just make some assumptions about where it goes, you can see a couple, like a two tiny lights down way below that look like they might be near a fleshy pink salmon-colored wall. William. What? There's some light down there. I strain my eyes. Perhaps another of those walls. Wow. Is it, which direction is it? Is it to our... It's going to be to your west. Okay, so it's potentially connected to the same wall. Potentially even the same spot. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Are we on the other side of it now? Yeah, so if this, if there's like um, a mountain like that, God, I don't know what's going on. I can't. Roll twenty is no longer showing me the thing that I'm drawing while I'm drawing it, so I don't yeah, have to like yeah, guess. Me too as well. yeah. yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, so if this is the mountain that you're climbing, and before there was a no, I need to doodle. Go away. Before there was like a the the wall out here that you were running into, and now mm-hmm. you're climbing up this side of the mountain, so you're up high enough that you might be looking down at the back side of the wall. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And there's some sort of crack or crevice in the volcano that does something like that. What do you mean you say crack or crevice? What do you mean? Like a crevasse? Yeah, I understand that, but like how big are we talking here? Like big enough that it could be like a a city in there, or is it just like... You know, everything is dark, you're just getting a little glimpse of light. It could be 30 feet wide, it could be 100 feet wide, but somewhere in that ballpark. So we keep, keep climbing Grimes to the summit, and if there's nothing there, then maybe we can... Summit of Volcano. I guess I've already climbed icebergs. And not this. Already climbed glaciers. All right. You ascend. Within 10 minutes, it's getting difficult, and you're going to start needing to make climb checks. Okay. Can I make this climb check without risking falling 1,000 feet? Or If you fail this climb check, you will tumble down the mountain and take falling damage. Uh, you probably won't fall 1,000 feet. But depending on how badly you fail the check, you could fall. I mean, you could take up to 10d8 damage here. D6, right? Oh, d8. D8, sharp ground. It seems like there's no map, so there's no way. I mean, I guess just assumed that we're planning the safest, most sensible route up the mountain. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Grimes, I'll wait here. I I guess I'm around. I'll risk climbing checks alone. I uh, I know it's futile, Neil, but in this holy of holy places, I I get to one knee and start saying some prayers. Who are you praying to, and what are your prayers? I'm praying to Bellin. Um, I'm asking for guidance in these troubled times, and I know that this volcano is a sign from him. Okay. Uh, Grimes, I'll get to your prayer in just a moment. Grimes, make your check at minus two. There is plenty of handholds, but they are uncomfortably sharp to dig into. 
Um, yeah. It's a, a natural one. Wow. You still make a 25. But I think I automatically fail, right? I do believe you fail. Um, Actually, there's nothing in the, th in the new thief skill about auto failing on a one, but I think that's just how this uh, how this game goes. I think that is how the game goes. Um, yeah. You find yourself getting to a point where you can't really get any farther, and then there's a there's a, a handhold that you spot, and you make a jump for it, and your fingers get in it, but it's way too sharp, and it just like flays the flesh from your fingers, and you tumble, um, and you fall and Good hit on the ledge. Efficient tumbler. So yeah. I roll a dex check to reduce falling damage if it's less than 100 feet or something like that. Well, so you needed a 21 to pass. So you succeeded in your climb check, but just barely failed. So I'm going to say you fall the minimum distance. Like you just like you lose your grip. You stumble a little bit and catch yourself. And I'm just going to give you a, a single D8 of falling damage because you, you passed, but you failed, you know? Yeah. I'm um, asking if I can tumble to reduce this or if uh, it's... No, no, I think this is like grabbing and holding and scraping and sliding and you just take yeah. six damage. Okay. Yeah. Um, just You skin your, your hands mostly and a little bit of your face uh, kisses the rock as you fall. But you're all right. Um, give me all another right. climb check. Oh, there we go. <laughs> what is with these rolls? You've learned your lesson. You put your gloves back on and you climb, no problem. Shouldn't have taken them off, Grimes. The anti-magic gloves or the regular gloves? I'm, the regular gloves. I'm just, I'm yeah. trying to rationalize why you, you know, the difference between a one and a 20 back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's awkward. Uh, eventually you will ascend to the rim of the volcano and here it is hot. Noxious gases blow in your face. A warm wind, the first wind you felt since you walked out of that cave, really, uh, way back in Caldonia, blows against you. Is it like a clean rim that walk up to and look over and see yeah. lava bubbling below? Oh yeah, there's bo lava bubbling maybe 400 feet down and the volcano is cracked and it is slowly oozing out through this crack. And if you walk along the edge of the rim, you can see that it comes down and like leaks the side of the volcano in this crevasse and runs out to form a large pool. And beyond this pool, there seem to be fleshy walls of all sorts of shapes and various demons and monsters marching around down below. Um, and at the center of all of this, right at the lip of the lava, is this like sarlacc pit looking thing except it doesn't it's not so much just like an endless pit down it like bulges up and comes down like it's almost its own fleshy volcanic crater and you can see warrior demons uh holding other slain demons you know two at a time and one holding the back one holding the front dragging the other dead demons up and dropping them down letting them roll into this pit which then undulates as it consumes whatever sacrifices were tossed in how far above all of this am I? Oh, uh, you're like looking, a couple thousand feet. Couple thousand feet, yeah. Okay. Oh, Grimes stands and watches in awe for a while. Is there anything up near the volcano itself, up near the rim, or is this more or less abandoned? Give me a perception check. Yeah, you find one of those obsidian swords stuck in the side of the the, the crater at the top. Hmm. 
That doesn't make much sense. I will uh, withdraw it, remove it. Yep, it's it heavy. It's stone. And you hold it in your hands, it is extremely sharp. Mm-hmm. Was it just like hacked into the earth? Like someone like plunged it into the earth and just left it there. Is it the only one or is this where they collect them? It's the only one. Hmm. There's no creatures, nothing flying around above the volcano. Mm -mm. Nothing in the pit of magma except for magma. Nothing in the pit of magma except for magma. And it's as you're pondering these things that you notice um, something slithering on the other side of the volcanic rim. It certainly hasn't spotted you, but it's one of those snake-crab-like combo things that we're calling hydras. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems one? to just be, yeah, just a lone one. It seems to be slithering around the rim, um, almost like it's patrolling, maybe. It's a very consistent slither, and you're just now noticing it on the other side of you, slowly making its way clockwise around the rim. Hmm. I guess no sense in risking it alone. Um, is there a safe way back down the mountain? I mean, same way you came. I don't. I don't necessarily mean. I'm not just safe, but like, would I be out in the open? Would the hydra spot me if I'm climbing down? Uh, only if it came up and over the rim and looked for you. It would have to go well out of its way. If it's just patrolling the inner rim, it would never see you. Okay. No, I will just uh, retreat back down the mountain. Oh, you're right, chat. I have 14 perception. Which character has 13s for all of his stats? It's clearly not Grimes. I don't have one 13. Hmm. I think that was Mouse. Mouse had like all 13s. Okay. Mm hmm. All right. Um. So I climb down the uh, the volcano again. Another check. Mm hmm. Another beautiful roll. You descend back to where uh, William is. Uh, William. Oh, am I able to drag the subsidian sword behind me or like, mm. or attach it to my climbing harness or? Uh, no, it's a little big for you to carry. It's super awkward. You're probably gonna have to leave it behind. I guess you, if you really want to carry it with you, um, we can make some more climbing checks. Or if I throw it ahead and pick it up, it'll probably break, huh? It'll probably break if you toss it off the mountain. Or alert yeah. people to your presence. Yeah, I'll leave it behind. Okay. Uh, you scamper back down. You find William. William, your prayers were unanswered. You didn't feel the presence of any gods. In fact, you felt more alone praying to Bellum on this mountainside than you have in ages. <clears throat> Oh, I'll wait for Grimes. Grimes to come back. Yeah, Grimes returns. Mm -hmm. What's up there, Grimes? I uh, looked into the magma pit, and uh, it flows into a massive pool where the demons have built their city. Mm -hmm. There they make sacrifices to an enormous fleshy maw. I wonder if... Victims. The lava throws through that, uh, that uh, crevice, right? Yeah, I guess from here we can probably see like the glow of the. Mm-hmm. And if you transverse, if you were to transverse the um, 
the, the, the rim and just head east from here, you could probably look right down into the crevice. What if we found some way to divert the flow of the lava, destroy that city? You a geomancer? No. Hmm. Should we go and look down the crevice? I suppose. We'd still be like a thousand feet up, right, Neil? I could still be out of, safely out of demon reach. Oh, yeah. So I guess we circle around the, the slopes. Mm-hmm. All right. You look down the slope from here. Uh, you can see the lava rolling out gently, slowly. Uh, you can see the pit. You can see the monsters below. Um, what else can you see? Both of you, would you give me perception checks here? Two is great. Look at that. How many demons do I count? You count maybe 200-ish. Um, but that said, they, they do seem to be, how do we say you know, if there's 200 demons, there's maybe like 50 thongs and like 20 hydras and 45 warriors and 10 taskmasters. Um, and then there's these like smaller, fat little critters that are only, I don't know, like um, like less than three feet tall. And they're just like these short, squat little crimson-colored things with little horns on their heads and bulbous bellies and, like, broken, deformed wings. Um, and then, you know, there's maybe, like, 50 or 60 of those. And then there's, like, two shriekers over here. And then there's, like, four of those lensmen all standing in a circle talking to one another or whatever. And there's an overseer standing at the back of it, like, watching over everything, looking back and forth. And there's uh, two more of those, like, purple guys with spears and fireballs in their hands. We're just going to call them commanders for the time being. Um, and then there's the living walls. Is that a demon? I don't know. And then there's this, like, whole raised sarlacc pit thing, which seems to be the creep itself. Like, it, the, the, the skin on the ground, what we're calling creep, like, becomes the sides of this thing. Can we see from here where the creep extends? It extends to the edge of the wall and stops right mm. there. Maybe there's more of those things bringing, uh, bringing the flesh with it. Yeah, because where we originally oh, loved oh. it is I wonder if there's one on Caldonia. Was it, does it look at all like what the demons were riding on? Right, they were sailing on some sort of fleshy boat. Right. That does, I mean, it is that same sort of like awkward, creepy, flesh looking thing. Is this what they rode to Caldonia or something like this? No, could very well be. Mm. Speculation is king here. Let's say that you want to jump into the Sarlacc pit from here. (laughs) Could you do it? Uh, I think it's probably too far horizontally for you. You might be able to find a place on the cliffside, like if you descend. You might have get to a place where you could do so. They're only throwing dead things in. They don't throw any live ones in. They don't even toss them. They don't throw them. They they roll them down the sides. I want to be clear about that. I thought that the, the pit was raised. It is. So it's like flat ground and then the like a, a cone. 
and then like a, a inverse okay, cone so in the climb side. Up so the cone and toss them over the edge or roll them over the edge. Okay. Yeah. At the top of the volcano, there was a, a hydra standing watch. That's strange. Why? And, a, and an abandoned sword, one of those obsidian things. I tried to bring it back, but I uh, couldn't manage. Crimes, do you think if you could... Those hydras, they went dangerous. Do you think you could interrogate it? They, they almost it? killed you, William. Did they? It was, yeah, the giant, it, it was the giant dinosaur thing that almost killed me. They, they were tickling me. They're, they're demons. They're all dangerous. But carry on. Well, we need answers. I mean, what what do we do here? Do we destroy that thing, I say, like pointing towards the, the Sarlacc pit? It certainly looks like it's them? begging to be destroyed. But how? Yaramir could throw a fireball in there, but what can we do? Sure, jumping in ourselves and killing it from the inside. From the outside? Come on, fight through A lot it. of demons between us and uh, and it. Exactly. So I think that's a problem for uh, another time, a few victories later. There's got to be uh, 200 of those things down there. Yeah, exactly. We can't go in there and then. But where? If we head back to the boat, we could sail around the coast. Maybe there's more volcanoes. Maybe there's more islands. Maybe there's... This one isn't enough. Maybe we can just sail all the way back to Caldonia. Look, I can still see the... Like, uh, to, to Arcadia. I can still see the stars. How do we know if we don't keep going north, we don't get home? You look up at the stars as he's talking about that. And they shift. As he mentions them? Uh, maybe not at the exact same time. I don't think it's like he's speaking and then the stars shift in response. But you're looking up and you're like, wait a minute, there's something different about the sky. But I didn't, that that's different than it's been. Because it's been this like cone of stars or whatever this whole time. And something is changing. The stars are moving. Um, and growing brighter and larger in the sky are three concentric rings of stars that seem to like appear on the horizon or like flow towards you and are starting to grow grow in size in the sky. Do we recognize the direction? <clears throat> oh. uh, Sorry. Still to the north. Do we recognize the constellation? How well, how much of the constellations do does William recognize? I mean, pretty religious. I think both Grimes and William are quite religious. William definitely more so in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, um, so it's three concentric rings is the clue I'm going to give you, and you should have the tools at your disposal to figure that out um, in three out. sessions. Yeah. It's, it's a stare. Um, and what do you mean by concentric, but yeah. You you see these things, these three rings of stars, uh, and after watching them for a while in sort of stunned awe, uh, you can hear the shriekers all across the land grow very, very quiet. The ones around you quiet down as well. And if you chance a glance towards the demon city below, the demon outpost below, uh, they have all stopped their activities and are staring transfixed at the sky oh, for a moment before they drop to their knees and like throw themselves at prayer 
to the stars in the sky. What the fuck is going on, Grimes? Hmm. I think Grimes is standing there, jaw gape, mouth gape, staring at the sky. Yeah. I mean, I think he was the one that spotted it, right? So it's like, look, William. Stare, and the demon stares. And I think there's a few minutes of silence My from both us and the, and the demons. Does anything change? Are they moving so slowly that there's not anything to watch? Um, They're not moving that slowly. Maybe it takes 15 or 20 minutes before it is a full-fledged constellation in the sky. Mm-hmm. The whole, all of them, or just the one? Just the one. It hangs low in the sky, too. Um, how is a star related to Bellum? I think he's... It's a stare, Bellum's father, or something like that? Yes. Yeah. A stare is like the... <clears throat> Alright, I, I mean... Out of justice. I, I deal with the gods, uh, deal with the demons doing fall to my knees in prayer as well. What about you, Grimes? <laughs> Are you going to drop um, to your knees and pray to this thing? No, um, no. Grimes is standing there watching it, but... All it's right. not like anything's coming, right? It's like a constellation for me. This is not like spaceship a stare coming in for a landing. <laughs> right, right. It's not like fireballs in the sky, time to roll for initiative. This is... Yeah. There's nothing this to is... interact with, you know? It's just... <laughs> A weird. So the helicopter's not coming to pick us up from the cliff. Take us away. Last flight out of Saigon. Hop on or be left behind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I saw. You know, I pray to a star. All right. I pray to. Uh, I say I'm a a warrior of his sons, a hero. Um, give me an intelligence check, there, William. Probably not. Maybe Bellum is a. Uh, intelligence 11. 15. Cool, don't worry about it. All right, then we're going to end our session here for the day on this nice little cliffhanger here. Okay. Um, stuff. That's going to be it for today's hobo. I hope it was as enjoyable for you guys as it was for me. I hope this demon world isn't too much of just a nightmare that you're suffering through. All right, we're getting somewhere now. Hmm. Just about. Well, right. Maybe. Good stuff. Good session. Good yeah. Session. Good fun. Uh, Nick, you're gonna throw up a thread on the Reddit's for the Q's and A's. Of course. Of course. Excellent. All right. And for what does concentric mean? For those of us who don't know, it means like within each other. So concentric circles would be a circle with a greater circle outside of it and a greater circle outside of okay. that. That doesn't mean. That's not the usual symbol for a stare. Isn't a stair column? Usually they're interlocked, right? It's like a it's like a triforce. A stairs symbol is a triangle with a circle on each corner, so yeah. Yeah, that's not a stair. Yeah, it's not a stair. Right. That was the intelligence check I was having Nick roll that yeah. you botched. Um I'll let you well, I'll give yeah, you guys a minute like, or so if you want to figure well, it out. Depending on what you mean by concentric. I assumed you meant because a stair is three interlocked circles, right? Or like a tri a, a triangle. Interlocked circles, not yeah. concentric circles, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Martha is two circles. Yep. Right? Right. Also Balloon. interlocked. Well, Balloon, here... is a moon, a crescent, and a circle. 
as has been linked in chat, we have all the constellations of the gods in the night sky in Arcadia on a page on the Regal Goblins website in the toolbox. Wow, well, that is cool. So if fun. you want to sort through the constellations and find it, your god or goddess, go for it. I already found it. There it is. <laughs> no, I don't know. This the Jan bottom left of Jan. If you click on January near the bottom left, that kind of looks. There's a, a label button to help you sort out which gods they are for those of you that can't read constellations. Madrigal? Matrigal. Who the fuck is Matrigal? Yeah, Matrigal. Goddess of magic, right? I don't think we have a goddess of magic, unfortunately. Oh, hope. Hope. Mm. Honos? Nope. Yeah, suffering that sounds about right <laughs> sounds about right no it is matrigal the goddess of hope who has appeared on the horizon goddess of hope yes and we will right. see you guys next time on homeward bound goodbye everybody bye bye